0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: I mean, we need to start. We need to start by talking about Whoopi Goldberg,
0: which Jira has already named the goat. First off, man, woman, black, white, Asian, oh, Puerto Rican, Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. Is it EGOT? EGOT. E, yo, <laughs> a black woman is an E-Got. EGOT, yo. EGOT. Oh,
2: Grammy. EGOT.
3: And and how, Demi, and Grammy, she got, Oscar, and she got that, no, the EGOT in such a short period of time. That's yeah, super quick. Everybody else, like, it took them like 40 years to get an EGOT. <laughs> she did like less than a decade.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, too, it was is like she, eight years. Did she get a Peabody? I gotta like right, look it up. Did she get a Peabody? Uh, uh, I'm gonna
2: look it
0: up. <laughs> What you just say?
2: He corrected I mean, me because I said it was the, eight years and he was like, people, it was like a decade.
1: The, <laughs> the people are going to correct you. Oh like, my God. This is the internet. Somebody's going to correct you.
0: <laughs> Whoopee freaking. What, what does she got? Yeah, she has the Emmy uh, nominated for 13 Emmys.
4: God damn. God damn.
0: Nominated for 13 Emmys. Right. Well, think about it. I mean, you got.
4: I don't think she got a Peabody.
0: I'm looking. Oh, it says she also was the second black woman. To win an Academy Award for acting. God damn, the second. Yeah. When, be, so I mean, we're going to talk about that. What was later. it Hattie McDaniels, then her? Exactly right. Hattie McDaniels was in like the...
1: That's exactly right. It was 50 years. There's a 50-year gap.
0: It went from a Hattie McDaniels?
1: it Yes, it went from like the wow. 1930s to all the 90s. Time. <laughs> went to like, yeah, like because only been late what? 1930s it's been to what? like 1990.
0: Give it to me. Has it only been like... Seven
1: black women to win an Oscar. Well, I mean, now are you trying, But I Including. mean, supporting. Yeah, I mean, now it's like you had her, and then it was like then you had Halle Berry. Then you had Lupita. You have Lupita. You have Octavia, and then Viola. Viola, and that's all. Those are from the last mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 21st century. Yeah. Damn. Um. Woo! But dog but whoopee I mean, well. James, did you want to talk about? Did you ever see her one woman show?
4: No, I didn't see it. No, so I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This, is my, this is my thing. <laughs> He's the one who brought it up before. My thing about Whoopi when my
0: mom came to town, um, I was able to get her tickets to like the View, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Whoopi Goldberg is you know the goat or whatever. So apparently, like during the commercial break, uh, the view Whoopi Goldberg would come around to like everybody in the audience and just legit will try to shake hands and take as many photos as possible. Mm-hmm. So my mom is there with my aunt, and my aunt is like one of these social media people, like post everything. So my mom is very country, you know. She like
3: she's excited. Yeah, like
0: she like she's this not is, this too is, this cool is, for school. Yeah, this is a big deal, right? right. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg comes up, shakes her hand, right, and apparently my mom like starts freaking the fuck out, mm. and Whoopi Goldberg apparently <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. I puts a hand on my mom's shoulder and is like, it's great to see you too. And I was like, you know what, Whoopi? Forever, I'm rocking with you, Whoopi. That's
3: amazing. I was like, you know I what love I mean? That. And she I probably does that, that
0: every day. Right. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every day she probably does that on that show.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. It was, I mean, what's crazy is that she did... It feels like she didn't even try, but she like became this... Preeminent like actor, comedian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, activist, and that like talk show host, and uh, also like like children star. Yeah, and she's, she's like a crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right like, just, she huh. was like in like so many things at once at the same time, uh, in, and like like I said, in such a short period of time and she host, She was the first black woman to host the Oscars. Oh, yeah, and then she, she hosted host. like three times. Wow. She, um, uh, yeah, like and then and she had her own television. She I mean, has she a kid
0: book series. Yeah. What is it? It says Sugar Plum Kids Books. I mean, I, yo, it's so crazy you said that. It's like she's I, the
1: Center Square in Hollywood Squares. <laughs> <laughs> and she now also had
0: what was the, the the comedy? It was her. Uh, uh, it was like three of them. It was her uh, comic relief. Is that what it was called?
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um with um
0: Billy Crystal. Yeah, Billy Crystal and, and mm-hmm. Robin Williams. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: the the like the fundraiser. That was amazing. That was with HBO, right? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. it was the HBO special. Yeah. Like Whoopi it's so crazy because all right, Whoopi does appear in movies now. Some of the movies are like kind of tricky. Like she did some movie. I don't know why I watched it, man. I watched some of it. It was like her. <laughs> it was like her and like um was it Charlie Sheen? And it was about September eleventh, and she played nope. like she played like one of the people who uh, was working, like you know how when you the elevator breaks, mm-hmm. like she was like one of the the uh, what is it called? I don't know people who like like oh man, don't meetings. worry about it, yeah, don't worry about it, it'll be okay. And mm-hmm. it's like Charlie Sheen trapped in one of the the elevators during September 11th, and I was like, ooh, whoopy, this this ain't a good one. <laughs> but someone just sent you know me what she goes, oh that's the movie she... was called 9/11. <laughs> oh, that <one.
1: laughs>
3: she's created so much that she's allowed to have some. F- 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 failures
4: because she's. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. You Thank know what, We should talk about the Lion King. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's Wait, true. Fossa. Ooh.
2: Wait. She is one of the Ufasa. hyenas. Yeah,
0: she's one of the hyenas in <laughs> <laughs> the Lion King. Mm-hmm. Dude, I forgot. Um, I just watched a trailer. Someone sent me today a trailer. She has a new movie coming out with Tika Sumter. And I will. Whoopi Go Break is so good that I'm going to admit something to you guys. Oh. I watched this trailer. Okay. I watched this trailer. I was like, oh, man, this is like a fun movie. It's like Tiffany Haddish. Tika Sumpter, and Whoopi Great. Goldberg. So it's like about two sisters and a mom. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like, oh, this thing looks fun. <laughs> and then it ends in, like, in very small print. It was like, written and directed by Tyler Perry. And I thought, I was like, ooh, do I still like it? kind of liked did. it. I kind of did. I, I kind of still like That's it. That's fine. <sighs> so many things happen in the world where Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg has got me to like Tyler Perry. <sighs> That's the power of Whoopi. Honestly, you're right, Tessa. That's the power. You're honestly right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has Whoopi ever hosted SNL? I don't know why that just popped into my head. I That's a very random so. Wow, that I is a so. great question. Because would she be considered a comedian? Because I know Tiffany Haddish was the first Sweet. black com- female comedian to host. I mean, Whoopi right. definitely
3: did stand up.
0: I know, but would you get, like, if she hosted, would she you're be right. considered, she like, an actor? right, she probably would have, so that or, means she
1: probably never hosted SNL.
0: Like, yeah, what would, would she be considered? You know what I mean?
1: And I wonder if that's because she turned it down
0: or they legit never asked. I her.
3: think she did it. I think I
0: did, did <gasps> wait, she
3: not? Hold on, maybe she didn't?
0: Because I remember it was a big deal when Tiffany was like on the show. You know what <sighs> I
3: mean?
0: It's... wait. And this is even a shade oh, Wait Yeah, yeah.
3: Wait, was... I'm looking at an article right now It says
0: Yeah, she we'll only be...
1: appeared in a single sketch, right?
3: Right, debate yeah. over black women on SNL. Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. I googled and saw that Whoopi Goldberg had been on it, so I reached out to her.
3: You're reading a, an article right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: but when Haddish went, but she she'd only been in one sketch. She never she didn't host it. That's wow. insane. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. She just can't here. even. Oh yeah, and in this. Oh, oh yeah, she and in the sketch she's just like she's wearing this dress. That, uh, it's like the color purple.
3: Oh my god. Wait. What? Are you kidding? We were still talking. We gotta move on from that. I don't want to. I don't want to go. We were down still talking,
0: that. dude. No, I'm let's just stay,
3: at let's the go back image. to Mufasa. You let's made, go back to the hyena. You made
0: James angry, but also in the back,
3: James. James, you don't, is-
0: don't have to double down. I'm just saying you can see. You don't, the don't have to double color, down. Color purple. Okay, Nick, <laughs> um, producer Nick, can you please? Um,
4: you <laughs> just say she think. was wearing the. Great? Color- don't nobody say <laughs> the color and then whatever the color is. People don't, <laughs> people don't say colors like that, okay? I'm so mad. I'm so...
0: I'm talking about no, the dress I'm you wore. I love so that mad. it just slowly built up. It was like James finally just heard what you said. <laughs> and then got mad. <laughs> Nick, can you start the show, please? I'm Jonathan Rilla. James <laughs> the <American. laughs> You're on Billy Gage. What
4: more can I say? Men
1: can't jump. You know, Welcome man. to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, Hollywood City. Oh my Black, life.
2: Black actors, alright, alright. I had to fight. I knew something what happened.
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was gonna... <laughs> You, that's not funny, that's not funny. That's all of it that I know, it's just that. (laughs) That's that's it. That's That's it. I thought you were going to do
1: the
2: whole. I was
4: going to keep going into it, but then I realized (laughs) I was going to do the line that Medea says, which is a truncated version of the line. It's not the whole line. It's not the whole monologue. Honestly? (laughs) Honestly? That's a
1: double foul. Honestly? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Hello, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm
0: Gerard Milligan.
2: And my name.
0: It's so nasty.
4: you got to take just, a shower out
0: of It's like, that. yeah, it's so dirty. dirty.
4: I don't even. Uh, it's like a so sour. Dirty. Is
0: that what it is? It's yeah, like no, it is, it's no, not, no, it's not it a shower. It
4: makes
3: you want to take a shower.
4: Listen, we oh, have a. Like, makes you want to take <sighs> a shower. Okay. Yes, it's nasty. <laughs> Enough. I heard a nasty. different word. I heard a different word anyway. We so have there. a
1: guest. <laughs> Who does guest, John? It's a returning guest.
0: Who is John Roll? Who Who is? Who this?
1: Did you just do she your just own drum roll? It. She did it. Did you just cut
0: Jarrah out of his drum roll. Honestly, honestly, when you've been a recurring when, guest, I don't think you get drums anymore. I think when, it's like, I think it's like, hey, you know when what? Jarrah does it, it.
3: Sounds like a helicopter. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure to get it. You and I you shade
0: it when you come on? Here's to? the thing.
3: Okay, when God. a queen requires oh, a red a carpet wherever she goes, sometimes she has to carry her own red carpet.
2: Oh wait, really? And put yeah. it out. Is that okay. the
3: thing? Like. Like like you have to carry your own joy oh, wow. inside and discover it inside of you.
0: I'm happy even to hear, when you're this
3: surrounded.
0: Is, this might be a very Oprah-esque episode right now. I feel like <laughs> I'm just gonna talk
2: <laughs> slow <laughs>
0: and speak
3: <laughs> like I am saying something <laughs> important. John, is, John, is he, John stopped John talking is already. Saying,
1: he shut down <laughs> alright <laughs> Tessa Claire her. He only does this John Special only guest shuts Oprah down.
3: Winfrey
0: He that's only does. Recent star of Younger Oh yeah And And uh, uh, Michelle Wolf thank Netflix is Michelle oh, Wolf. True.
3: Honestly you guys Thank you so much for mentioning my credits
0: It's really <laughs> nice I'm so happy to the have Annie The break with Michelle Wolf The break with Michelle Wolf I saw that sketch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Me too Me
0: too back
3: I saw it too Me too
2: Wait no, uh, I think uh, yeah, see you, it, it, you, it, you know, j- there. J- there. I see um, story
1: deep inside. <laughs> that's where people who are stalkers. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
3: I've got some. I've got some superfans yeah, from this you podcast. You do actually? Yeah, um,
1: Heck yeah. We are. I'm sure there are people listening for the first time, and for those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome. Yeah. We are a film review podcast. We do talk about movies with leading black actors in the context of race. And diversity in Hollywood. Right. And today What's we that? are doing the starting a Whoopi Goldberg miniseries yep. Yep. With the film that put her on the map, yep. it was her first lead role. Crazy,
3: crazy. Because
0: so right out the gate, so talented. Yeah, Steven Spielberg, 1985, The Color Purple. Mm. You show is ugly. Yo, this movie has so many lines, and they're all so Amazing. messed up. You think about all, but like to say that to somebody with the first time you see Mm him, like, you show show is like with a smile.
1: This, uh, so this movie set some records.
0: Not a Uh, good one. One of them is not good. uh,
3: I don't know the records. I didn't look it up.
0: The record, one of them is not uh, good.
1: It tied the record for most, uh, most. Uh, not most. It was most Categories most, yeah. For the Academy Awards mm. Without winning A single award
0: It was nominated For 11 Whoa. And 11 awards
1: Won zero It was nominated For 11 did, Academy Awards It did didn't win And it didn't win One award what, Not one, one? Um, So what, what swept year? The Oscars that year Was A film called Out of Africa La La Africa. Land <laughs> Wait Out yes. of Africa
4: out of Africa. Out of Africa. Everybody's for, favorite movie, uh, Out of Africa. And for
1: people who are like, oh, oh Out of Africa. Boy. Oh, well, at least another
0: Mm-mm. film about black no, people no. won. Haha, <laughs> LOL. Wait, wait, don't wait. Don't make me mad. Who's in this? Oh, oh boy. Robert uh, Redford and M- Meryl, Meryl Streep? They went to Africa? Yes. Yo, if they, this movie's about them helping out little African kids, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to read the synopsis.
4: No, I'll be right back. Of, <laughs> I don't think you want to. It's a
3: remake, I, right? Is not Out of Africa a remake? Is that right? I think so. Am I wrong? Is Am I
2: making based, that up? No it's nope. a
4: memoir, so it's based on a book that was first published in 37. So maybe there was a film. Oh, Adaptations. Let's see. Uh, no, 85 was the first. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. It won seven. An earlier screenplay was in 69. Nope. That was, the, that was the first movie. Though. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: It won seven awards. It beat The Color Purple in the best. Uh, <sighs> Best director, wow. best picture, best like I think cinematography, wow, uh, art, maybe art direction. There are some other things.
3: Oh can, my gosh!
1: I mean, The Color Purple didn't even win for cinematography. It's insane. Can I? Honestly, I have chills. I'm so upset. I uh, that hurts. My yeah, it's so. one like, of the. I didn't know that. It's one of the iconic, like one of those, like iconic, like what <laughs> the Academy did. Like nobody talks about the film. I'm sure there are some people who are like,
4: I like Out of Africa.
1: But for the most part, it's not really in the zeitgeist at all. Can, the,
0: the, can I read? Can I read you? The, can I just read you like the the, the log line? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I literally have chills from this movie. Um, in the twentieth century, um,
3: bad chills, right?
0: Oh, I am I, my Angry. like Angry I, I my body doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> um, in Kenya, a Danish Baroness slash plantation oh. owner oh. has a passionate love affair with a free spirited. Big game hunter. So not only is this dude hunting lions and shit, Mm -hmm. but she's a plantation owner in Africa. In this movie, one over. Yo, I'm like this. This is a movie that's supposed to be a love story about a big game hunter and a plantation owner. We supposed to feel people feel sympathy for a plantation owner and a person who kills. Animals. Animals that but, you're not supposed to fucking kill. The
4: way you say that. This is a completely random uh, oh. anecdote that I have about Out of Africa. Is um, <laughs> even though it swept the Oscars that year, I had no idea what it was. And I, what's crazy is the only way that I know Out of Africa is I remember watching a comedy where someone says, uh, I'm in Out of Africa. I had the titular line in Out of Africa. Okay. Uh-huh. And I just googled it, I'm and right apparently right. it's from the UCB show. <laughs> it's from like it's, and this was like pre me doing comedy ah, that I saw ah, this, ah. like pre like like wow. way before wow. I even knew what any of this was. It's from something called um, Cannibal. I'm looking at they got a picture. Cannibal, the, Cannibal the musical. I
3: want to spend. Anyway, no I typed, more time I had the titular on
4: line on in Out of Africa, Africa, and this is the only thing that came up. This is so crazy because it's been in my head for years, and I had no <laughs> idea what it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never want to talk about this movie ever, ever again. again. All Can right, we please, I want to forget Let's this movie existed. Like, uh, I am so angry.
3: Something I think that's interesting about this is that I think that this book was written by Alice Walker. The original book was only
1: written only two years only before. Only two
3: years oh, yeah. before. Oh, really?
1: Yes. It, the, the book came out in 1983. The movie came out in 1985. Oh, wow. Yeah. The thing about this Qu- movie Quincy Jones is the one who
0: told Steven Spielberg. produced
3: it. Yeah, and he yeah. produced also, and he also wrote the music for it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, low key, Quincy Jones has yep. spearheaded so much. We probably wouldn't even have you know, our favorite Will Smith if it wasn't for Quincy Jones. Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah. I mean, we would have him as a ra- rapper. But he was, remember, he was. He was yeah, he was broke. but he wouldn't, be, he wouldn't be Will Smith, no, he would, you yeah. know? Yeah, he was, he was broke. He was like, um, he filed for bankruptcy. Hmm. Uh, you know. I know. I, I'm, th- I'm thinking about a, couple, a color purple, and it's hard for me, before we even get into initial thoughts, mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of things we talk about in this podcast is who is allowed to tell what story. Right? It's like sometimes we review these movies and we're like, ah, oh, the nuance isn't there. It, it's it's yep. something's off. And mm-hmm. you we realize the director isn't a woman or a person of right, color. And we're right. like, ah, oh, this is weird. The,
3: one of the podcasts that I did review, yes. Hidden Figures, yes. we had that conversation. Because they
0: added that, that mm-hmm. white guy hero, which never existed. Exactly. Yeah. But this movie. I know. And,
3: I'm so glad you're going to go here because yeah. I was really worried you weren't going to go mm-hmm. here. And I really am happy you're going. It,
0: it may, it, it's difficult because I still feel some kind of way about Steven Spielberg when I found out he didn't help out. Um, uh, Ava DuVernay with the Martin Luther King speeches that he owns and still hasn't made a movie about. Uh, but this movie, I guess, is my initial thought. Screw it. It's like it's so beautiful to me. It's
2: it's, it's so beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: It's it's it made a, j- just so people know it was a box office success. It made like ninety four, ninety eight million dollars at the box office, oh, yeah. which being a, an, a basically an Oscar film, like yeah. pretty good. I think
0: it made even more internationally. Total was one hundred and forty-two off of fifteen million. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. It came out in December. It was a Christmas one too. Um, and, and then
3: the movie inspired a musical as well, right? Yes, yes. which is mm-hmm. which I have. have you guys and seen and then it? there's a new we musical. Did. We got to see it. Yeah, there yeah. was a revival of it about two years ago. Mm-hmm. John and I got to see it.
0: I tried to see it yesterday in LA because yesterday was the like oh. the last, or maybe today was the last day. I tried to see it, and um, one of my friends got to the theater late, and I think. Oh no. And I was like, God damn it. It was good. Oh, I wanted to see it. Uh, yeah. But, but
1: um, yes, yeah,
0: sorry. No, I, I, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm saying no, this movie is just like I it's so difficult because because Steven Spielberg was able to do what he did with this movie. I don't know how I feel about all these other movies that we that we reviewed. Mm-hmm. Because in the past, it's like, oh, maybe, you know, a black if it's a movie's about a black woman, maybe the black woman has to do it, or if it's mm-hmm. about a black guy, black out, or Puerto Rican, whatever. Right. But this movie. Mm-hmm. to me proves that that's not necessarily the case. Absolutely. It's like, for sure.
3: Absolutely. Which is, which is, we know that, right? We understand that you can look in and tell stories about something that you don't know. If you have the capacity, the heart, the compassion, the empathy, and the creativity to allow yourself to step into these characters and really show them and do the research and the work and the conversations and all those things. Like we, it's 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 not that we're not allowed to tell stories of other people's cu- cultures. It's just that people do it so irresponsibly.
0: I keep wondering, did someone help, and I only say that because there are so many like well, little nuances. She was she was there. She was there because there's so many little Alice things. Alice Walker, that, who wrote the uh, book,
1: um, and she also wrote the book. <laughs> you know, there that is to me that's a big part of it. Is like he was pretty faithful. I mean, for the most part, obviously she like was she was disappointed in it when she first saw it. Oh, and really? Yeah, she really didn't like it, and then she didn't like the film. She didn't like it when she first saw it because she because it wasn't the book. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, that be
3: confusing. Wrinkle in time. Yeah, right. and she
1: didn't like like <laughs> oh, she was things left basically, out. Basically, she didn't like a lot of the stuff that like is like pretty classic Spielberg. Like she didn't like the big opening score. She thought it like mm. she thought it was like too pretty. Um. um Oh, like gosh, yeah, it's so but then but then she watched it like like later on she like found a deeper appreciation for the for the film and I think like she finally like kind of came to like the conclusion like oh the the film is not the book and that's okay it's it's okay for the movie to be its own thing and it not be the book uh, and I think when she came to that it was a little bit less like
0: yeah I read reviews and people kind of felt the same way they were like oh it's overly pretty it's overly sentimental mm-hmm. and I'm like but isn't that I Isn't that what people love about all these other goddamn awesome exactly. movies? Exactly, I, yeah. I mean,
1: we'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, and so
3: interesting. I didn't read the book, so I can't say, yeah, I can't speak I. to it, but I, all the things you're mentioning are things that I was going to celebrate about the movie. And yeah.
1: And, and my other thing about, my other thing I will say, though, is, like, I think that the fact that some of these other movies that you're talking about, like a like Hidden Figures, like it's not just that it was directed by somebody who is white. It was like also written by somebody who is w- white. And I feel like right. when you have like th- that many components, mm-hmm. then it then it really starts to like dilute the experience. It's really hard for um, if there's no voice that's like
3: speaking to some of the the, the cultural specificity, yeah, the, and nuances,
1: and
2: mm-hmm.
1: like if you're just trying to tell because if the story is about race and then you're trying to tell the story and be like. Well, it's about race, but like this is all like human struggles. It's like yes, that's great that you have that, but there is a trapping of race that you need to get right, and if you don't, it's not.
0: Mm-hmm. But this was adapted you know. by a white guy, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I'm like that. Like some, I'm just curious to know, like. Yeah, maybe it was her on set. something in this process is drastically different than everything else. I'm not willing to
3: take take it away from Steven Spielberg. No, it could be no, him. No, not at it, all. It could I th- be I him. I think it could be him. I mean and the other because thing. Because he's also like I, I I'm actually very fond of a lot of his work. Yeah, of course. And I so I have seen him take me into the uh, other people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and I like got something and children's eyes and all that. And you were, you know, so I'm
1: Right. There was a whole quote where he sa- where basically he didn't he He liked the book, like Quincy Jones, like showed in the book. He was like, "You should make this movie," and he was like, "I like this, but I can't tell this story. Like, Mm, this should be a black, yeah." He was like, "It should be a black director," and Quincy was like, "No, (laughs) it has to be you." And he's like, "Well, I don't know if I can speak to the characters." And he was like, "Are you an alien?"
3: Quincy said that.
1: Yeah, because you made E. T. and that was like apparently like what convinced Steven to like do it.
3: That's great. I, I mean, that. but you know what?
0: That that makes sense, though, right? Yeah,
3: exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why it's like, yeah. it's, I, and I think that's important for this podcast to think about that, too, in the way that you, we have conversations and you guys have conversations that it's so nice to see this possibility and this option. Like, in the way that the camera and the angles. Like the choices of just like how high or low the camera is, and who the camera hung on to and lingered on, and the sentimentality of it. And the, it, that's there was so much love in those eyes, and, and thoughtfulness and creativity. Um, so, yeah. yeah.
1: So, real quick, let's just do a little commercial break, and we'll no. be right back. When no, we'll get to our real initial thoughts. <laughs> uh. Hey, did you know today
0: we're sponsored by Quip? What, the toothbrush? Oh, yeah. Hey, man, you know I actually own this toothbrush. Is that right? Like, legit. Like, not even trying to, like... I know we're getting paid to plug it, but Uh I actually use this toothbrush in my real life. Okay, well, here's the thing. The truth is
1: most of us are... We're brushing our teeth wrong. I mean, it's true, man. I mean, you're probably not brushing it long enough. Nope. You probably... Aren't brushing it enough times a day? Let's probably, be honest. Probably
0: using like those old toothbrush heads. That's like all bent yeah, up. Yeah, you probably like, had
1: your toothbrush for like four months. Mm-hmm. You didn't change it. It's all bent out of shape. Oh yeah, four months. I'm talking about two years,
0: bro. Right. Okay. So now you use Quip. What What makes Quip different? This is my thing about Quip, and this is like legit. Mm-hmm. One is super thin. Okay. And it's it's a it's an electric toothbrush. Oh. battery plier, but it's quiet. So like you don't have to charge it. It's super quiet. Because I
1: used to have an electric toothbrush, but first of all, it's huge because you have to put the batteries in there. It's like deep. Yeah. (laughs) This was like I think one double
0: A or something. And then it's like so loud. It's like it's like a. It's super quiet. Okay. It's timed. I think it's like two minutes. Oh, so you you know how to brush the exact amount of time. They give you what every three months or something refills of like a new toothbrush head, and they give you toothpaste.
1: They give you toothpaste
0: too. They give you toothpaste. That dentist is already
1: approved. Well, it was called the best electronic, uh, the best electric toothbrush by GQ. Ooh, I love some GQ, baby. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and look, Quip will even give you tips on oral care Uh-oh. that you probably never knew. Uh-oh. Well, that's nice. That's really nice. They're looking out. No charger or wire Mm-mm. means Quip is compact
0: and light to make brushing twice daily easy at home on the go. And it comes like this little holder. That you can turn inside out and take it on the go if you need oh, to if you dope. travel. It's it's super nice, super thin. It looks kind of cool, futuristic. And we travel. I mean, we travel. We do travel, we need man. Need a nice toothbrush to travel with. And you want your teeth smelling. You want your teeth to be fresh. You want people to see your nice pearly whites and feel mm-hmm. good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, you.
1: I mean, you want all your teeth.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you got to have all your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is what you got to do. Okay, what's happening? Quip starts at just $25. Okay. And if you go to getquip.com slash jump. J-U-M-P? J-U-M-P, John. J-U-M-P. You will get your first refill pack free with a Quip electronic toothbrush. That's I crazy. got a free, free refill pack. Bruh. Bruh, bruh, that, And that thing ain't, I mean, I pay for that. All right.
1: I ain't even get mine free. Okay, that's your first refill pack free mm-hmm. at getquip.com slash jump. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash J-U-M-P. is lit! And we're back. Woo. Finally. Initial thoughts. James goes first.
4: James, you go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. I don't think I should go first. I, I feel like All right. should. All uh, right. I agree. I agree. Like, um, it's really bright at times, um, and, like, sometimes... Uh, i'm like why is this playing so much for humor but color purple is fantastic um Whoopi is amazing in it um i think it's really well uh directed um uh i love sort of like uh, the balance that they that they find throughout of like of um who they're focusing on and when and uh, you know having not read the book mm-hmm. um uh, I don't know how much of that is influenced by that or not, uh, but all that stuff is cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're so wired,
0: Dusty. You want to go?
3: I'd love to. Um, I this is uh, I feel very emotional about this movie, as I think all humans who put their eyeballs on it do. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I have to say, like. Things like, okay, one, it's just so wonderful to see a screen full of people of color. Like it really is nourishing to me, and it's really I just, I'll I am not over it yet. It really gives me something, and then also, the, like you were saying before, like this way the way that they started it with children in the field, Like I feel like we got. An opportunity to just start with like happy, frolicking children, even though there was suffering to come, that was so valuable. I so I agree. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was real. R- so I'm grateful for the beauty of it. I'm grateful for the nature, the shots and these big, you know, somatic moments and music. I'm I'm grateful that this story got what I it felt like a level of respect and honoring of this story with all of that beautiful Hollywood, Spielberg, like, camera work and cinematic music and all of that. I feel like it it raised the story up for me.
0: Yeah. Do you want me to go? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think I may... I may, Now that I'm listening, I think I may, may take a turn in a good way, I think. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah,
1: I mean... For me, I... Yeah, I really... I loved everything about this movie. I did. Like <laughs> especially the opening shot. I think the yeah. opening shot was incredible. It's like it's so beautiful. It's so and and the thing is here's here's the thing that's crazy to me about this movie is that yes, it's about race and yes, there's like all of this like really tra- like I really actually think it's like one of the saddest films of all time just because like how tragic it like
3: so many people's stories are story, so many tragic. people's
1: stories are like there's so so much suffering mm-hmm. in the movie and yet Spielberg mm-hmm. found a way to make that make the the reality of that tragedy there like sit with you but also the other reality of life is like people live and they move on and they have moments of joy and they have things that they love and they have things that they hope for and long for there are there's moments of levity and and like even in the worst people's lives like you you still have this balance of life and and it gives them their humanity so this movie wasn't like one of those just like it wasn't like Detroit where it's just like brutal, brutal yeah. like, right. like yeah. overbearing, like look at how terrible this is and just like just seeing black bodies being brutalized. Right. It's like you, you, you have the reality of that happening but in between you have these moments of like deep beauty and like how beautiful these two very dark skinned black women yeah. look yeah, in man. this beautiful field of like purple flowers <laughs> with like this amazing score behind it. And you're like, oh, it, and, and the thing is it lifts them up so that when their humanity keeps getting taken away by other people or that, like the oppression, all that stuff that happens, you feel for them. And I think, honestly, you, you need somebody as sk- skilled as Steven Spielberg to connect white audiences exactly. to a black story. Exactly. But also have that black story still be, right. you know, honored in a way that's not taking away like the culture, yeah. you right? You know, and and so that was I. That's what I thought. I was like, yeah, like, and we'll get into it. Like, uh, like one of the biggest criticisms from from Alice and and people and like I guess like people who are like huge fans of the the book, the book was that the the relationship between Suge and um, Ce- Ce- wait, um uh, Celie. Celie, uh is like. It's 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 much more. There's a much more detail, and and, and 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 oh, and the, cause you know because they're lesbians. Cause they're le- they're yeah, lesbians. like she has. I mean, they're like the book never says like they're lesbians, but they have. They also have a, a sexual like. You know, connection, connection with each other as well. Like she, but Suge also has a sexual connection with Mister as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it wasn't like she was like a closeted lesbian or anything. Does that play
0: into the play? Is it in the play though? Is the play in the the
3: the musical? It absolutely does touch on it more. Yeah, it Um, it touches on it more.
1: But I'm just from the way that people talk about the book. I also haven't read the book. It seems like maybe it's even more in the book than even the the play does.
3: Yeah,
1: I don't know. I have opinions about that.
3: I'd love to go back, but
1: I do think. I mean, this movie came out in 1985 and like maybe this is controversial, but I do think like even that scene honored that moment in a way that was like, yo, like people were coming into this movie, you know, and they like saw something and they saw the beauty of that without having to be like, you know, uh, it was like a, it was like a little pill.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know
1: what I mean. Like
3: I, my word for that is like titrating. It's like a chemistry word when you like mix two different um, formulas together so that they don't explode. You do a little bit and then a little bit, right. little bit. It's like they gave a little. He like gave a little bit of the beauty and like this perspective and like maybe an even outer mm-hmm. perspective from a yeah. different world, and also gave like the pain and the complicatedness of it and enough to tell the truth of the story.
1: Yeah, but anyway, so. It was, it was great. I really liked it. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about it, but...
0: Yeah, man. I, I like this movie. And maybe this is just, like, something I'm going through in my life, figuring out. This movie, to get this movie probably made and to get it respected, like everyone is saying, you had to get Steven Spielberg, right? And this is at the height. I'm looking up the movies he had in yeah. the 80s. This is like after this, Temple of Doom. Because Jaws this like, was what he
1: started with and E.T. already came e. T., out.
0: E.T., so oh. he had E.T., he had E.T., he had Jaws, he had... Uh, Post uh, Encounters of the Third Kind. And he had um, Temple of Doom. Temple, yeah. So he's... Or, I mean, in, in, the first Indiana yeah, Jones first and Indiana Jones. Temple yeah, of Doom. So he's Steven Spielberg at yeah. this point already, right? Huge and blockbuster
1: movie star. He is the
0: dude. Right. Like, he is the dude, right? Right. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking about, like, how everyone is talking about their emotional connection to this movie, looking at Tessa, looking at you. And I'm like, this movie got nominated for 11 Oscars, right? Mm -hmm. And (laughs) John, you said something in in my mind watching the movie. I was like, oh man, the thing about this movie is that this movie, of course, can relate to us as black people. Mm -hmm. But this movie has to be able to relate to white people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's never a time where I'm watching a movie where I'm like, shit, I never worked at Vogue. I have no clue what it's like to strut. You know what I'm saying? Like, Anne Hathaway, crazy. I can't relate to this story. <laughs> this is bullshit. Right. Like, But we, we relate to these. We, we relate, relate to it yeah. Because it's a human story, right. right? But we have to have this extra... It has to be perfect for us to have it cross a boundary and relate to somebody of a different race. Right. And not even different races, for white people, right? right? And I'm looking at this movie, 11 Oscar nominations. So you're telling me the lineage of this movie in the Academy is being tied for the... Least what is it? The most amount of Oscar nominations Without with nothing? You're telling me anything is <laughs> you're telling me, first off, we live in a world, straight up. We live in a world where like if this was like a young white starlet who her first movie was like this great grand scoping thing, right. she would have been fucking praised and celebrated. And I'm reading a bunch of articles about like Ruby Goldberg's career. And a lot of reasons Whoopi Goldberg started doing comedy is because like, yeah, she got roles after this, but it wasn't like it was people weren't just like bringing her phone off the hook, right? And her first part, her and Oprah, their first parts are Oscar-nominated parts yeah. in movies in lines that are so enduring. Name me one line from fucking Out of Africa. What is it? Wait, I'm looking right. at photos right now, and it's Lily Marie who I think, and there's no Meryl Streep, I think she's one of the greatest actors that are alive. A gift, period. A gift right. to us. But I'm looking at photos of her, and it's her giving little black kids bracelets and laughing. Right.
2: Yeah,
0: you know tough. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, and you're telling me this movie. That talks about no. He was able to make Mister, who I think is probably one of the best on-screen villains. He humanized that dude at certain points. Right. He made him at certain points. I was like, which I feel is, sorry for this. Which dude. is
1: interesting because some of the criticism, like there was like apparently like controversial criticism about, with the book and the movie about like how black men are portrayed and people and there were like. Like some black men who who really didn't like it because they thought
3: yeah because it's a feminist
1: story right it's a feminist story and they're like they're so like the oh dudes were offended but even but I was like even yeah even the way like he has he he has he, he has, has like levels he you has humanity for Mister you see his father you know what I mean you see, you see, you see the, his
0: father you see the things he's insecure about and the thing about it too and then is how that, he passed that down to Harpo like yeah and the thing <laughs> is too is like we always talk about these things we watch these movies and it's like if it's a black male lead we. I mean, we've said it on this podcast mm-hmm. that, oh, man, sometimes in order to propel this black guy, or just, we review black movies, so I'm talking about black guy, to propel this black guy, something mm-hmm. bad has to happen to the black woman, or we don't even talk about her. So to see this movie, it's not, it's not like this is unheard of. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It's, it's the mere fact that people talk about her skin complexion. Like I, My mom hates when I do this. So I talk about my grandmother all the time. Her name was Punk, and she was the dark-skinned one. My light-skinned aunt name was Beauty, because she was <clears> light-skinned. <throat> you know what I mean? And that's yeah. in the South, bruh. Right. Like, I think about how my grandma treated me and my cousin. My cousin, who was light-skinned with blue eyes, he was the, he was the golden kid. Yeah. And I'm like, this, this shit is real. And the mere fact that I'm looking at this movie that does such a great, I mean, the performances. I even liked that the humor. I Brings mean, up some of the fucking tension. It's necessary. It's, know, it's a good it. storytelling. Think about
3: it, we, Absolutely.
1: We reviewed uh, Mudbound, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's that. To me, that's like a that's one of those stories. I mean, besides the fact that they concentrated also like on brutality on the on the white family and yeah. then like the black family living, in the, but like but the other thing with that movie was like it was so bru- it was so it was like there was so like much unforgiveness, and I understand maybe that was like the point, but it was just like you're just sitting there. you're like it's not. It's a chore. People don't wa- watch that. You know what I mean? Like, you want movies to to tell you and inform you about things, but you also are being entertained. It's not homework. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I mean, that's
3: mean. also we also speak to Danny Glover about that. Danny Glover played Mister. Right. Uh, oh, I mean, he, and like what he did with his eyeballs and his transformations. He should have been nominated. The too. transformations yeah, that he it. did on that screen. Every single character transformed. In this story, in such deep and amazing ways, in front of our eyes, we didn't just go from one cut to another. The camera was on them as we watched them transform. I got three.
0: Why he didn't get nominated? I think people expect him to be like that. Like I was thinking about, like, I was reading this interview with Jason Mitchell, mm-hmm. and Jason Mitchell was saying that, like, you know,
2: mm. yeah,
0: people kept talking about oh for Eazy E, you know, like, oh man, he should get nominated, he should get nominated, but he's like, yo, at the end of the day. I'm a black dude. They expect me to be good at being a hood dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? They expect. That's what they expect me to be good at. They don't see that as Mm -hmm. me branching out and acting in something. You know what I mean? Like, no one's going to be like, hey, yo, Charlize Theron. Shit, she's... That's not acting her playing a prostitute. Like, yeah, she's not a fucking prostitute. Like, I don't understand why the gap, and I'm looking at at Danny Glover, and Danny Glover did such a, a beautiful job in this, and he's never played a role like this again. Like he's never he's never played an abusive. That's the other. There's such a there's such a like
1: beauty and sadness to this film because yeah. I realized watching it, I was like, this film came out in 1985. This mm-hmm. film came out before I was born, mm-hmm. and I don't I I don't know how many more films we've gotten like this where you have Ugh. a huge a, like a huge movie where uh, there's like basically an all black cast like. Um, you know, there's no white savior character. We are not. We don't need, like, a white person to be our, like, in into the thing, you there's
3: know what I mean? There's no white savior character. We just need to say yeah. that again. Do you know one of the amazing.
1: other things? We don't it, have the, it passes the Bechtel test. It yep. definitely does. In <laughs> but you know the most
0: important part about that to me, though, about this movie, and another reason why I don't think we've had, I agree with you, I don't think we've had another movie after this. This movie doesn't focus... On the oppression of our skin color, right. like there's certain mm-hmm. things that happen because they're black right. in the 1900s or whatever. But it, they're dealing with each other, right? Like we're not—they're not slaves in this. It's not like a white family of the KKK brutalizing us. And think about when is the last time we had a black movie nominated for anything? That the 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 major plot point was that we're trying to overcome our skin. Hidden Figures, black women trying to go against like the racist NASA, yep. mm-hmm. like. 12 Years of Slave. Slavery. Right. You know right. And mean? we
3: get to see lots of bodies being whipped.
0: Beaten. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Like, even, even Moonlight has been the closest we've gotten, and that came out in, what, 2007? It got I many. what, it won in 2017? 2016? Yeah, it
1: came out 2016. I think it won 2017.
0: Yeah. And this movie, is. come on, man! Yeah, You tell me, like, we can't win for Martin Luther King? We got a movie about Martin Luther motherfucking King, and we got no, come on,
2: y'all.
0: Come on, that's I know. The, that's the that's the that's the that's the black dude. Every white person talks about Trump quotes Martin Luther King, and you talk about I can't get Martin Luther King an award for nobody in that shit. This movie makes me sad every time I think about. This movie makes me sad because I'm like, you had the biggest director, period. White dude, period. Actors. Performances, people who are now legendary. Period. You have fucking
3: Oprah Winfrey. Oprah yeah. Winfrey at the at the peak, like not, <sighs> not at the
0: peak. peak at the no, start. she was at
3: the very beginning. This was a part of her inter- <laughs> being introduced. to it. Started yeah, she was of her show. Yeah, what syndication started in eighty-five. I think.
1: Yeah, or yeah, what or was, maybe it even started after this. Maybe it may it start start, I think it started
0: eighty. Oh, let me check.
3: Yeah, I think. Yeah, so she's just she was in Chicago already, so she'd already had her Chicago. She has fan her base. show, right?
2: But, but it uh, wasn't nationally
3: syndicated yet. I
2: don't know. If it Here's be. the
3: thing: I'm gonna challenge draw. I'm on. We're saying the same thing, but I just want to challenge us to stay present a little bit in the fact that we also can just be joyous about this work of art. Like, yes, there is grief around having beauty, but I also like. I, I don't want. I, I don't want to miss and skip over the celebration of this of
0: this beautiful piece of art. Thank you for that. That's not good enough for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like no offense. Like I'm not gonna sit here. Like I'm not gonna. Di- I'm gonna. I'm only going to praise this movie because it deserves to be praised. Yes. But I do believe people should understand like how great we have to be right. to even achieve a thing. Yeah. I know. Like, the Exactly. Fact, like, right.
3: No, we started talking about Whoopi yeah. and how great does Whoopi have to be to achieve a thing and she's still, there's a lot know, of people in this world that don't know her and an don't island. understand where like, and like <laughs> with all the respect yeah. of, of Meryl Streep, with all the res- respect truly of it, but everybody, Meryl Streep walks into a space and everybody stands up and applauds. When she's at the, Academy Awards, they yeah. applaud her when she stands up. She gets a standing ovation for existing and all of the gifts that she's given are our, our, our artistic world. And Whoopi is uh, and this amazing, creative, producing human. And there's, she does not ha- get that same recognition.
0: Right, no, and she doesn't even get the part, like. And again, I'm not trying to like make it down. I just want people to really understand that Like this movie achieved something that I don't, I really feel like we haven't got to since we haven't had a movie with a majority black cast to get nominated for eleven of anything, mm-hmm. or even six of anything. Is that true? Six in How the same film. Sense, like. wow. Twelve years got best director, best best adapted screenplay, wow. uh, best supporting best actor so I think it got five or six because huh. it got director adapted, it got f- five right it won three Oscars it won a best adapted screenplay uh, best, best picture, picture and, and then best... oh and Lupita oh,
4: he didn't win for best director no
0: damn wow well let's start this. we haven't had a black director ever
4: alright but here's my thing though yeah right? talk to us James what's your thing Fuck the Oscars, man. Like, really, like. Yeah, no, I mean, no, like, you're probably. I mean, you, yeah, it's a right. racket. It's a racket. It's it's yeah, people yeah. with money and blah, 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 blah. And I know that at the end of the day, it's like, yo, why do black people don't get the money? That's still an argument that I think is important.
3: Yeah, no, I, you're, I you're know, right. Like, you're right. I
0: know. You're right. You are right. I, I totally agree, Jamie. It's just there's so. Oscars. They're just so hyped up that it's like...
3: Right. No, we shouldn't use that yes, standard. You're right. we, we're using the wrong measurements.
0: You're right.
1: You're mm-hmm.
2: right.
0: So wait, how do we start this movie? Like, this movie... <sighs> well, yeah,
1: it started... Uh, I mean, goodness. Oh, by the way, we haven't even talked about these kid actors.
0: Yo, I Googled all of them. I can't... none it, of them ever... They're it, incredible.
3: That brings tears to my eyes, just you saying that. It's there, they're so amazing.
4: I mean... Yo, when Little Nettie... Little Nettie. Is, is, uh, when Little Nettie <laughs> is screaming... <laughs> oh, dude! Stop it. At the end, stop at the end it. of that scene, you know, before they're adults or whatever, it's yes. the most beautiful <laughs> acting I think I've ever
1: seen. Honestly, I watched that and I was like, "This is the, some of the best acting I've ever seen in my entire absolutely. life."
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Know, like
1: hands down, you she should have won an Oscar for just just that, that, that moment. Yeah, I was like, she was incredible. And we've seen great children actors. In absolutely, movies.
0: you won't keep her from me.
4: Um. Oh. Oh my God! I'm it saying was though, so powerful. I'm saying though, I love Dakota Fanning because she's like sort of like for yeah. me, like that's the mark when I'm talking about like a character <laughs> doing agree. a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She couldn't have done this though. I don't think she could have. Um, I don't think Dakota Fanning in her heyday. I don't know if she could have done that scene. That scene was incredible. John.
3: You watched a documentary about how Spielberg works with directing in general, oh, yeah. but it, it had a little bit about how he works with children, right? Right.
0: The yeah. HBO one. Yeah. I didn't see it. Is it
1: good? Oh, it's really good. Yeah, you should watch I'll it. I'm Watch it tonight. And he talked about this one. He talked about this movie a little bit too. He talked a little bit about like him, like the Quincy Jones thing. He also said that he regretted that he didn't have like a more explicit or like more like like he didn't show that the uh, the the sugar yeah Seeley. the sugar and, and Sealy like sexual relationship more on screen. He was like, I'll be honest, like I just like I didn't think audiences were ready for it. I was just too timid. I was just like I wasn't.
2: I didn't have him, uh, the courage. He yeah. just was like, I didn't need to have the courage point,
1: to do that point, that dude. You, you know, know what I mean? He was just like, I could But the, so the, the other thing he talked about, though, is even though he was the it director, he was considered not a real director. He was considered a blockbuster popcorn uh, film. Like, like, he was like, huh. people were like, oh, not, not the same degradation as like a Michael Bay but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was considered, like, yeah, he makes movies for the masses, but he doesn't make, like, art Godfather house. art oh. house movies. like uh, Movies he, about gangsters.
2: Mm-hmm, right. Gangsters in yeah. suits.
1: That but that, but plays. that's the thing. is like, people are, like, he's not, like, he's not an Artur. He's, like, he's, you know, McDonald's. Which is wow. bonkers,
3: because look at what's going on you
1: know, with the outside camera. Because he had done so many block, he had done, you know. Oh, Indiana had- Jones, uh, Jaws, and and ET, and Close right. Encounters, and because like, he hadn't done
0: Schindler's List he, or Save a No, yet. he
1: hadn't done any of the serious movies yet. This was his first serious movie. Like this was his first like dramatic. Hmm. You this movie know, was beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Like, so, it was. This was like he was like, you know, kind of taking out a step out in many in many more ways than one.
3: And the, and your, why like-
1: did Quincy Jones go to him? I but I think Quincy went to him because he knew how great of a director Steven Spielberg was, and he was like, "You're gonna get people." You're. I think he probably thought you'll get the most people to see this movie. I agree.
3: I mean, profit because he's right. I mean, it's, it was a beautiful yeah. match and what a gift. And and you're the, are you the the director to the kids thing. Oh
1: right, and then the kids. I mean, like, well, I, I mean, I don't know about about this movie, but they were talking more like through ET. But he was he he like. Basically becomes a kid when he directs right. them. <laughs> like he's just like he like he's like yeah. So like in this scene, like you know, he, he's gonna come out and at first it's scary, but then like then you like
0: you're like wait a minute. Oh, like,
1: that's so like, dope. He just like becomes like a little kid and he's yeah he's
0: great. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. makes so much sense. You're basically telling like without yeah. giving them linearies, you're telling them you what go, you need them to do. Right. You
3: take them on the emotional yeah. journey that they're going on. So I mean, I think oh, I think so that's uh, it's. I still want to like say that it's a combination of both, like his directing and his ability to like trust this actor. For
1: sure, I, yeah. He probably he probably was like, oh my goodness, I'm so happy to have found these yes, actors. Yes, yes. They,
0: yes. they little have noticed. the capacity. I mean, they
1: have to have that capacity. It's hard mm-hmm. to
0: find her too. She's not on. She's not on the. I I, I stalked her for like a day and a half. Oh wow! Well. Because she was. Yo, was she was she, so good, yeah. When well, she screams like
1: what yeah, yeah. but because even before that she's great, she's like you know um talking about
3: uh do we need to give the context of the scene because we haven't
1: so it essentially, out. I mean for those who, who haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, you need to go see it, but you need to you see need to see, see it. it, but like basically the the context of the movie is you have these two sisters, they have a stepfather who is like raping, regu- regularly raping, raping them. um Well, I guess he only Seeley, only Seeley. Right. He's like regularly raping Seeley because um, Nettie is younger. But he, but she's like I can. But Seeley is like kind of narrating. She's writing letters to God, and Seeley's saying like, oh, like he's starting to look at Nettie, you know. And um, and Nettie's like also like the pretty one, and Seeley is not. And like one of the things they set up is that the stepfather says like. Celia, you have like the ugliest smile in the world, or or was mm-hmm. it the mother that even? Or no, that it, was her? It, it was the father. It was, it the, was the father. It was the father.
3: It was the first moment we had these children, these women frolicking, play, play, frolic, women, oh, women, right. and then the first thing that him. a man says—the first man in the movie, the first presence—is a man breaking her soul right. by saying, "You have the ugliest." And then they clip go straight to her in labor, right, and screaming and crying.
0: And at this point, which is even, and then crazy, her baby gets taken away, and then
3: he takes and then her and baby. you
1: and you hear that that's like the second child that he's taken away. Mm-hmm. The other one he took when she was asleep. So she had two children, and she doesn't from think, him. She doesn't know from him.
0: And at this point, she thinks Well, that's her. A, a that's her. St- that's her uh, she thinks that's her dad. Yeah. That's her real dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, that's her dad. Yo, this, this is the scene. Yo, when she starts playing. Sorry, I'm skipping ahead. Yeah. Hey, you guys mm-hmm. at home can't see what I'm I'm looking at, but like <laughs> young net. Like little so, Nettie. Uh,
1: yeah. And then basically, I I w- well. quickly we're kind of introduced to Mr. who has his eyes on Nettie. He
0: mm-hmm. wants to
1: marry her. But then the father's like, no, you can have Celie. Basically, because he wants Nettie for himself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and so Mr. takes Celie, even though he didn't really want her. He's like, can he I was, see what she looks like? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was a whole thing. Is it's this a th- Okay.
1: Can which I is, see- is, it reminded me of the. That there's like that story of the Bible with Jacob and like Jacob wants Rachel as his wife, but he like goes to the father of Rachel and he's like, "No, you can have like lay like have her older sister because she's not married yet." Mm. And he has to like marry. He has to, like m- he marries her older sister and then works her there and then finally marries like Rachel, the one that he wanted. Which it, I, it was just, like I don't know. The, I don't know if Alice was thinking that when she wrote it, interesting. but I think she might have though yeah. because she has.
0: Lots of biblical references. Yeah, she has biblical references yeah, and she's a work of art. Is this something about okay? Uh, weddings are weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like the whole like the entire not the entire, but a lot of the concept of wedding is weird to me. Like uh, the, you have a friend in Tessa. Like well, I yeah, mean, well we
3: could go on and No, on no, but I
0: things. I do want to talk about it because this scene, this scene is something that there's a lot of things I think have been passed on in the black community. Things that I've done, things that like our parents do. Like when it comes to like spanking kids, like how we got to that point. But when it comes, like when he tells um, Steely to come out and like spin, it just reminded me of like, oh, with weddings, the 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 husband or fiance has to go to the dad and like mm-hmm. ask permission, mm-hmm. and then. The dad gives the daughter away nasty, at this thing.
3: Patriarchy, BS. Right. Like, uh-uh. and the thing is, I'm looking you at this. You present this beauty, this, and you decide you hide her beauty, and then you, b- the man gives it. I mean, it, literally, it was just a, it was an exchange of goods.
0: I mean, because that's that's, that's what, what that's what this felt like, especially yes, because when you saw her, which was again Steven Spielberg, perfect shot. Is you see her walking, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, oh, she's just walking. like, it's weird. She's walking to the house by herself. But you realize this nigga is on a horse in front of her, as she's walking carrying her stuff.
3: Yep, and that continued all the way to when he was walking Suge away. She's yeah. dragging all those suitcases behind them while he's holding Suge lovingly and like giving her the right treatment. So, in the moment where the dad says, "Oh," in the moment when the dad um, says, um, "You can have," um, you can you. I want to keep. Nettie for myself, right? You can have... Mm. Uh, what's her name? Sorry. Sealy. Uh, Sealy, sorry. Um, there You see... Because before this, you had seen him like... Um, you see Donald Glover like loving... Um, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Everyone does that. <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny. You see Danny Glover... <laughs> Uh, like in truly having love for Nettie, like he's got a crush. It's a complicated mm-hmm. thing because he's much older than her and all of those things. But he's sparkly and giggly and looking at her and quite charmed. Like his affection for her, it, it's it's love. Mm-hmm. And then you see that he doesn't get he doesn't get her, and so you actually Spielberg set up very visually like the heartbreak and anger that he has when he's like, I have to take her instead. And then you see his darkness, like, arise mm-hmm. from that moment on. And then you see this, like, very complicated right. anger that that's, he has in the marriage for the rest of the time. You know, you see the, the root of it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he takes her because he needs a wife because he has two children. His other wife has passed away. And, like, the house is the best and the kids are unruly. He's got to work
0: on the farm. Like, mm-hmm. He has a farm to run. Right. It's interesting because at that point, too, like Nettie was still kind of, it it almost felt like she had a crush back, like when she was at the church, like in the room, like when he's outside, like everybody was kind of like geeking. And just to see, like Tessa, you're right, just to see that guy turn so quick. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, you're right, it was in an instant because he was very cute. I mean, on the way to the house to ask the dad for permission, he was very like shy and bashful, like,
3: I'm going to hey, go get my bride. Yeah, hey, Love her. So he had
0: his nice suit on. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, can I do this? Yeah. But then you realize, man, this character in particular, you realize with Mr., he's not the smartest dude. Like, he's not, he's not the smartest. He didn't do anything. He's kind of a brute. His dad is like the sophisticated dude who shits on him the entire time he's around. Mm-hmm. And technically, everybody else in town does, too. Yep. Yeah. Because he likes the woman that... Shug. Like, yeah. who is like...
3: The lady of the night. Yeah. He loved her. But Yeah. Um, and truly loved her too. I know it's interesting we could tell we could tell the story of this movie just by character transformation to character transformation to character transformation like we watch the girls transform um what you know, we, we see that moment where the father's like, you've got the ugliest smile, and then we see you're giving birth. Character transformation. We see him not get his first love and crush. Character transformation. Like it keeps happening over and over again in this and, movie and then, in front of our and eyes. And then of
1: course the the biggest one, which is he tries to rape Nettie. She mm-hmm. kind of fights back, uh, and then that so he it enrages him. Nettie's bit staying with them because. She was escaping her own home where because her father her was dad raping her. Yeah, her father was trying to get her. Mm-hmm. And then so, uh, so Mister kicks Nettie out, and he separates the Celie sisters. from Nettie. Yeah. And like Celie basically was like, "Oh, this is the only person who loves me, and now I'm, she's my only joy in life."
0: Yeah, she years. taught her how to read. She was teaching her how to read. Oh yeah, that what a great scene. There was so
3: much. Yeah, it was like it
0: was so much. Oh. The thing I loved about this movie, though. Um, yes, there's a lot of brutality, a lot of a lot of harshness, but there was so much love in the movie. Yes, especially when you saw these two sisters. What you realize, I, I kind of forget, is that they were 14, or at least Ceely was when it starts. Yeah, when it starts. So Ceely's like I'm 14, so I mean so her sister's even younger. And you see this type of love, but you see how adult these kids had to be because mm-hmm. they were dealing in adult worlds. Like they, like, yeah,
3: they're doing laundry, they're raising, they're running a house.
0: Yeah, like they were dealing with, like they were. It's so they're twelve, I guess. Uh, Nettie's even younger, and the kids are what four or five. So they're a few years older than these kids. They gotta take care of. That ain't even like yes. she, the saddest part to me, though. I think I think we might have skipped it. Is that so? We mentioned that Celie had two kids, a boy and a girl. She's in the grocery store one day when she's younger, <laughs> and she sees. And this okay, I know this woman has a redeeming factor, but in this moment, I got mad at this woman as well. So she sees a black woman, kind of like a well-to-do black woman. With her daughter, right? And she's like, I know it's her. Like, you know, that mother instinct, I know it's the daughter. And the woman, like, low-key, she doesn't shade her completely. Like, she's not completely rude. But she's definitely not warm or welcoming to her. And for some reason, that hurt me so much. Like, it hurt so much because I'm like, if you know you've adopted this child in some way, right? You may not know how you got the kid. You may not know all the specifics of it. But, like, you see this other kid who knows everything about her, knows the name. She like,
3: didn't know the name. She didn't say it out loud she to said, the woman. She oh, she did it. No, no, it. No, no, no. The woman. She, yeah, she said,
4: I stared at that scene pretty closely. It was a very confusing one. I kept wanting to put some like blame, sort of uh, maniacal or kind of backwards uh, thing on the on the on the new mom, but it was like no. I mean, like she wouldn't know why a girl was asking about the baby and why she was so interested in her, you know, she was very interested in the fact that her name was Olivia and what that was about. But, um, but she might not have known, you know, she does have the look back though, which, which I thought was interesting. Like, yeah.
3: yeah. And also there's no way that she imagined that this 14 year old girl had already had a baby. Like it, she doesn't necessarily right. know that story of what why this mother can't take care of her child.
0: In those days, weren't people like weren't crazy? But weren't like older people. men always like yeah. with young? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it was an interesting thing. I mean, whether or not she knew, it was great <laughs> directing because <laughs> it was like it made you have that tension of like, who's the bad person? You know what I mean? It just yeah, just felt weird. going on here? Because I felt, I felt, I. You felt sad, but then it was also kind of like, you know, I mean, this is a new mom. She, she may not have known how she got this baby, but like, it's, it is like, she believes that it's hers now. She's raising it. And and she's like you know protective of her baby and like if somebody's like staring at your child for a really long time Mm-mm. you're kind of like uh, okay. you need to get away from yeah your true kid. <laughs> uh, true and Celie was true. not
3: being normal
1: yeah she wasn't that's what no. I, yeah it was yeah. like because she, she didn't say anything and Mm-mm. but I mean it, you felt the tragedy in that and it was like it, it was like oh, man yeah that scene was that scene that was scene rough was rough man a
0: yeah. lot of scenes with Celie was yeah. rough Celie doing like uh this reminds me just being younger like watching like. The older women in my family like do the younger girl's hair, like mm-hmm. for the first time mm-hmm. and like the comb and like trying to get the comb through the yeah. hair. You
3: better pull at it; they're tender-headed, otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I you know, hear the it's a really complicated thing. I
0: see, remember see my little cousins like crying because they like hair is coming out in the seat. Seely. Oh, shiny. right! That's the first time she gets hit too. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, it, to me, watching it this time as an adult, when Mister decides to do it, is such a weird thing because. This wasn't a huge argument. Like, it wasn't. The girl is crying, yet, like, the girl's crying. She's trying to get to come out. She's like, no, man, we're gonna have to just, like, chop it off. Like, clearly, this isn't, clearly, this is not, like, a crazy big deal to see, and to see this dude literally take a moment. And the camera does, Tessa, you're right. The camera zooms in just a little bit, a little push, just so Mr. when he, like, switches. Yep. He's just, like, he's sitting there, and he's like, no, just do it, like, no. And he's calm. He's like, no, don't do that. Just, Ugh, can you shut him up? I'm tired. Blah blah. And she says one more thing, and it's like his face just gets still, eyes gets wide, and he just stands up. And of course, it's like the movie style hit, where it's like his hand comes all the way back. But I'm like, this shit is so crazy because this is a learned trait. Like he thinks this is the only way.
3: Yeah, he. Was, someone told him this is how you control your animals. This is how you control your pets. Because he says it later your, on in the movie, your right? Your children. Yes, he says it to Harpo. To Harpo. Harpo, yeah. And that's what happened because he taught Harpo that that was the right way to be a husband. And then, remember, they said, and then Harpo tried to do it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: To Oprah. Right. right. <laughs> Oprah <Which> wasn't doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could talk about Oprah's character for a little. Bit. I, I love her walk. <sighs> she <laughs> <laughs> Yo, walks with she this, was strong. Like, she was strong. They even comment on like, how she her her, they even <laughs> her arms uh, like this, like powerful walk. Uh, strong, yeah. Uh, when she comes in with Harpo, <laughs> like, and the and like what a character Harpo is too, like, yeah. sweet, you know, in
3: love, madly in love with this big strong woman. He, you know, he never had a w- big strong woman in his life, and yeah. then he has finds this this big strong sassy empowered woman, yeah. and he mm-hmm. is madly in love with her,
0: super
1: in love, it, it and is, to see like the treasures were like. The father of Mr., like, you could, uh, in that relationship, you could tell, like, oh, as much as Mr. is, like, you know, this, like, kind of domineering presence over Celie, she, he, you can see his, like, timidness, and I think, like, Suge later on says, like, oh, he's, like. He's too weak. He's too weak. He's, like, a weak man. And so you see his weakness, but then when he's, like, domineering over Harpo, so Harpo's even more weak. Yeah but, like, and more inept, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But still with that same mentality of, like, you, oh, I got I to gotta
0: put my woman in place. Right, you know? a sign of a weak man. Yep, yeah. he's super weak, and it's so crazy because he has this moment of when he's there and he tells, he tells Mr., first off, love that his name is just Mr. and mm-hmm. we never we never we yes, never we do. do we learn it with Yeah, yeah sure, Shug. oh no it's, Albert. A, it's Albert. Sorry, uh, Albert Albert you're right, Albert. Albert, yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny but like when when <laughs> when when harpo comes in and he's super happy and then you see mr sitting there with his little pipe or whatever and he's like he like basically says like i already heard about you you got kicked out of your house you're just like looking for a dude to take care of you or some shit like that and the thing that's so crazy about it is that while all this is happening, while you see one black woman stand her ground, mm-hmm. like, so the, shot, the shots are crazy. Like, I the know. shots in this thing it are crazy. Tells everything. Because, like, he shoots this whole, like, most of the scene where you see, like, Mr.'s angle from, like, this little angle. So you see, like, Looking you see up. Whoopi standing. Then she sits down, so he's looking up the Whoopi, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Whoopi at one point is like, "Man, fuck this!" and sits on the couch in the corner, arms up. Oprah, you mean Oprah? Oprah, Oprah, sorry, that, Oprah. Yes, oh, Oprah, Oprah. Mm-hmm. sitting there owning the couch, yep, like Sophia, very dominant. Mm-hmm. But why this happening? Whoopi is over here like getting tea, and he's bossing Whoopi around. He's like, "Yo, give me something to drink. Give me this more ice." And every time you see, every time that the shot is on the glass, and you see uh, Whoopi, I mean Oprah, look up. Look at Whoopi. And I'm like, yo, this shit is so crazy because you see one woman who is, like, completely...
3: Empowered.
4: And the other one who isn't.
3: Completely yeah. disempowered.
4: And, like, at this point in the movie, like, Oprah is definitely from just a whole different world. It, like, mm-hmm. feels weird in the world of this movie to see someone... To see a woman so empowered mm-hmm. and so in her body yeah. and and, like... Complete, like, and completely confused at how subservient um, Whoopi is. It's really amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, yeah, she was confused. I mean, she drank,
0: then when she drank the, 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 tea, water. the water, like, she drank all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Gulp I mean?
3: that down. Yeah.
0: Thank you for at least someone knows how to treat a guest.
3: And beautiful. It, it's interesting because at that wedding, when they finally got married, um, we get to see. Her being surrounded by strong women right, who true. literally and her family s- physically stop mister from coming at her yeah. in, in any way shape, or form like yeah. and you're like that's where she got it like yeah. yes we we do learn she at one point says like i 've been beaten all my life and I've been fighting all my life and i 've been fighting my men and the, my father and my brothers blah 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 but but she also had some strong women around her, very and, literally we saw them protect her right. her and
1: that's a visual Storytelling that it Glenn is Spielberg did
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yep. also it's the thing. Like, if you wow, I'm just thinking about um, Oprah right now, and if you know Oprah's real life history yeah. of how she was yes. growing up, you realize she, you know, dealt with this. This honestly, this. Nice.
3: So you know that Harpo is Harpo Productions is Oprah's production company, mm-hmm. it, which is both Oprah spelled backwards. But also Harper is this character in this big movie that she did at the very beginning of her
0: oh, career
3: so as Oprah in the National. I, I.
0: Oh wow, Oprah who now has a partnership with Apple, one of the most one of the most uh, <laughs> craziest deals that ever oh, really? hit. Like oh, it's, wow. yeah, Lu- it's lucky Apple, very lucrative. Um, very <laughs> lucky, lucrative. lucky Apple. Um, another thing about Oprah that I think is so fascinating in this movie is that. No one's no one's just two-dimensional, right? Because mm-hmm. like again, okay, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna talk about another actress, but there's there happens to be some times where you just have like the sassy, mm-hmm. whatever black woman, right? Sure. And it's just she's just sassy, right? right. But like Oprah in this movie, Mm-mm. like she she has that that strength. But then, like Tessa, you're saying, like, she tells you how she got tough. And then you see her break in multiple points, but then again, at the very end build herself
3: back up and be back to reconnect to her true self.
0: And she decides to do it. She's like, you know what? She literally says, I'm back now. Like Mm -hmm. she legit says, I'm back now. Because
3: she had the strength of another strong woman around Mm -hmm. her that empowered her to inspire her and be around it. And so they all did this throughout the movie. There's little sparks of strong women inspiring and keeping other strong women, keeping them afloat Mm -hmm. in this like super sexist, oppressive society. Yeah. There's like all of these little moments of strong women sparking strong strength in the other woman, sparking strength in the other woman. And yeah. it's
1: interesting too because they all hurt each other at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, so Harpo like goes to Whoopi and is like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with her and Whoopi's like, beat her. <laughs> yeah. Which oh, is like that part.
3: It's so internalized. She, it's it's so internalized. But it's
1: such a
0: way of life for her. Yeah. She's like,
1: that's what happened to me. She's she like, yeah, beat her, and then and so like, oh, and then Oprah gets beaten because of that. Mm, okay. Hardly, but she but beats the hell out of Harpo. She beats Harpo. She I mean, and like that's one of those things where like. I can see somebody complaining that like in the middle of this incredible speech that James did in the beginning of the podcast where she's like saying like I had to fight all my life, you know, I, you know, I love Harpo. Lord knows I love him, but I strike him dead if he hits me again. Like, but, um, and then in the middle of that you have Harpo with Danny, with Mr. And Harpo's just like, like, uh, Oh yeah, I got you know a mule. I got hit by a mule, and like mm-hmm. he's like he's like you see you see, and he's like yeah, it looks like a fist mark to me. He's
0: like nope, no no fist, no fist, no. Because his his whole <laughs> like side of his face, his eyes blacked, his lips busted.
4: Yeah. Um, I, it's interesting because so like this, oh go ahead James, sorry, sorry. Well this this scene when I was talking earlier about how like sometimes you're like well why is this played for comedy? This was this was the moment. I think probably the only one that. I still don't even know if I agree with the choice, Um, like from from the moment that Harpo is trying to uh, step up to um, to Oprah's character Sophia, um, that it's already it's kind of all it's kind of immediately played for for comedy in some way, you know, like him trying to stand up to her and. Like, in that's, I don't think he hits her in that scene, but it comes right after he's gotten the advice to hit her. So it's like you kind of, you kind of feel like, are they going to make this funny? Like, are they going to try to make the fact that he's going to hit her funny? Because that's not funny. I mean, like, I get that oh, you see, can... I didn't even see it like that. You know, I get that you can get humor out of it. And, I, and I you know, he does sort of successfully get... It is sort of, play in a way, they kind of dance uh around it and it does sort of set up oprah to be like she really drops in and it's very dramatic and you really believe it and that's nice and and that's played truthfully um uh and but it does sort of it cuts back to this to this other moment that's that's played for for humor and like while i do think that they are it is successful like i do think it is I do I imagine that people laughed when they watched it uh, in in the 80s etc but like especially right now and what's going on today it's just sort of like I don't think we should play this for com- like I don't think like I don't think playing it for comedy is the direction to go I, um, it's, so I, mean, I sort of had trouble with it
3: It's interesting because it makes me think about the way that it was portrayed in the musical and, and it makes me wonder whether it, there was comedy in it in the book because also in the musical, like Sophia is a comedic empowering, like she brings energy to every scene. She brings humor to every scene. There's a lot of like in the musical, she's like super, there's like a physicality of her being funny. Like, um, Danielle Brooks plays Sophia in the most recent revival. Yes, tasty. She's extraordinary in it. And she does this, like she she embodies like a bull. Like she like flares her nostrils and like pulls and like she looks she embodies like a bull as the character of Sophia completely in this amazing way. And like they do very comedic style movement of like Harpo trying to go popper and her smacking him weight three times further, you know, like and there is like a levity to it that's like you know, like, that, that I wonder if that is actually in the character in the book. Did you read it, James?
4: No, none of us. None right. of us? Okay. None right. of us right. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. I think, I mean, that's probably right, right? Because even in, the, cause even in the end when she hits the white woman, like, that is also played comedically until it's not funny anymore, right? Like, right. until she's in trouble. Right. So, like, I don't think that that's not true. That's probably right. I, I, w- I would imagine if we read the, the book... There, there, There is, like, a humorous element to that. But it just sort of, I don't know, like, um, it just rubbed me the wrong way.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I, 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 I'd see why it bothers you. Because normally I hate comedy in some of these movies. But to me it's like, it made it feel, I guess, more real. Because I feel like Harpo is kind of a wimpy character. And I think his pride would not let him admit to his dad that his wife beat him up. So I think that's how he. I I I feel like that's how he would have tried to carry it. Um, right. Like to me, yeah.
1: It was like there was com- comedy that was mined from it, but the comedy was coming from the fact, not that they were making light of the situation. It's like, isn't it funny that they got into a fight? Because like with the scene with Oprah, you see that it's it was very much serious. not funny. Yeah. Like it sucks, and Whoopi betrayed her. Like Ceeley, like betrayed yeah. her friend. Mm -hmm. Who was like helping her and like trying and and trying to teach her to stand up for herself, but like, uh, and she betrayed her and and so that was very serious. But it was like you saw it was like you're laughing at the patheticness of this dude, but then also realizing like, you like, but he still has power, you know. And then like and then like basically they break up because of that, uh, not not that specific thing, but they say like they keep keep fighting fighting. and and then in between the fighting. They, they're they're making babies, babies. <laughs> yeah, and um, and uh, just the, just because we're we don't want to be here forever. Uh, like um, the next kind of big character to come in is Suge, and Suge is uh, essentially like Mistress love, mis- Mister's mistress. The he
3: says Harpo says, "Who's that?" And then he says, "The woman who should have been your mama."
0: In front, in front, right.
1: Uh, boy. right and
3: uh <laughs> and she's a lady of the night she's like somebody she's i don't know if that's that's not fair she's, she's
1: not a lady of the night she just is open with her sexuality like i don't right. she doesn't pay she, she doesn't have people pay for sex she just is like what
0: disease did they, did she can they kept saying she had that who, who knows it, i don't who, know what probably been, ever h p v what everybody whatever. has whatever. who knows uh, but you they, know
3: whatever all the men who were having sex with her gave her you know whatever. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're I,
3: saying that because she showed up not but, feeling well. No,
0: because they they kept they like the dad brought it up. Like when she first gets to the house, she is sick yeah. The or dad whatever. brings it up, and the dad is like, "Oh, you weren't going to be happy until you got her back in your house." And she got that whatever disease, mm-hmm. and like remember, like she wouldn't come out at first,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, she wasn't feeling well. Yeah, but the thing that was so cool about Suge though is that, and I love, and this is gonna sound really dumb, but I lo- the how the dad. Mister's dad described her. He talks about her in such a, a, a disrespectful way, but the fact that she was so loved by a man, like he called her dark skin, said her hair was like scraggly, mm-hmm. said she was skinny, but yet these like people loved her. She... like whoopie, like silly, loved her. And again, I guess is again just being from the south. Like these, those are traits that people normally say to disparage someone. Like I remember growing up and people being like, "Oh, this girl is beautiful for a dark skinned girl." Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. such a backhanded compliment. Right. You know what I mean? And she was loved. Like, she was like, I mean, literally, when she gets better in in Harpo builds, like, Harpos, and she's singing and dancing. And I know this is dumb, but like, they had this scene of everyone, like, saying how much they love her, how they wanted to marry her, and how she's, like, just loving it. And, like, you literally described her in a way that was supposed to be disparaging, but it's not for her. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: I mean, Suge as a character, every scene that she's in, her capacity to love, I mean, I guess it was broken at some point, but it's her. Love. She is love. Like she's love in this movie. She's love in this story.
0: Like she got nominated for an Oscar too. That's yeah. important. She's oh yeah, Margaret Avery. Yeah. She
3: heals. She heals with love.
0: I, I shook. Was shook was, and she's a singer. Yeah, she's that's what singer. she does. She's mm-hmm. a singer. Was she sang shook? That's I
3: mean, silly that song. Oh my gosh, it's so sweet.
0: Uh, sister.
3: And then oh, it's the, so good. And then at the end, it's on a record that they're listening yes. to. Mm-hmm. And She's, Mister listens to it. He mm-hmm. listens to like every night. Yep. Mm-hmm. She just poured her love into Celie.
0: Also, I love the control she had wow, over Mister. Been acting for a long time because she, because because had no power. Thanks. Because Celie had no power,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it was so interesting to see. Uh, she call him Albert. Tell mm-hmm. him what she wanted to eat, what she was doing, what she wasn't going to do. Mm-hmm. That type of control, which. You saw over time started to affect Celia because Celia at this point was like breaking a little bit, man. You saw like there were a couple moments (laughs) where she had to shave him, and I was like, yo, she's about to cut it. She about to just do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, you saw she finally found out what love was from like, not she had love from her sister, but she saw what like romantic love was from Shook, especially when they had a conversation about having sex with Mr. Absolutely.
3: I mean, I feel like that was one of the most amazing things. And that's what I really loved about it. For me, I loved the way that they did it. And I actually think that there was value in the fact that it didn't get more explicit because I felt like the meaning of what happened and the the, the fact that um, Celie was damaged and had never experienced romantic love, even though they had this, she had a very sensual love with her sister, which I love that that, that was so so well captured. But she had only been raped her entire life. Yeah. It's her only experience. And for the first time she has somebody saying, Smile, don't hide your unbridled laughter and joy. Like let this part of you arise in you. And then she was looked at with love, touched with love, and got to exchange love with a person in this safe way. And I love the way that this was filmed because we saw all of these moments mm-hmm. of consent. There is so much consent in this scene with Suge and Celie. You see Celie bring her hands down very consciously. Consent. And It wasn't that Suge forced her into it. It was very clear. You see Celie's hand reach. You see Celie turn her cheek and ask for another kiss on her other side of her cheek. There's so much consent in this Nonverbal consent. Yeah, nonverbal consent. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a very beautiful... I mean that whole. I thought the way Shook played everything was so great because again I hadn't seen this movie in a while, so when she shows up and she says like your show is ugly, I was like oh man, tell me you're not gonna have a woman in here just like being me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like please, because like that's the last thing we need is like this. But to see her help her find, and I'm no, I'm skipping around because I do want to make sure we get to it. I do like I love when she helps her with the letters, like when she finds right. the letter.
1: Right, so yeah, and basically, Nettie has been writing letters this whole entire time, and I mean, it, it kind of was obvious in the beginning, but Mister was like, because Mister would like not let her see he's the a, letters. He's
0: the, on, she's, he's the only one who can touch the and mailbox. And visually,
1: you would always see him like see a, a letter first, and then like put it in the back, and then see another letter, and be like, Suge you know, because he was always running to the mailbox to get the yeah. letters from Suge. and uh, so Suge gets the mail one day and sees that. There's a letter from Nettie, and then they realize that he's been hiding them, and they search through the whole house for them, and they find a box with like literally years worth of letters. There
0: is, there is one, of, sorry,
1: you to say?
3: I was gonna say, and then she reads, she slowly and steadily reads these books and th- uh, the, these letters, and in that process, we watch her transform again and be modernized because of what her sisters. Deep worldly experiences, and then all of a sudden, she gets empowered and knows more about the world than she ever knew through her sister's eyes and letters. And in that process, we see her become a mod- modernized woman.
0: Yeah, she knows her. She finds out her kids are alive too. Yes, yes, and her sister's taken care of, her.
1: which is just—I mean, I love this. Basically, she story. learns that she has an entire family that loves, loves her. loves her, and like because like, and that she God loves Shug, her. But remember, Suge left her like. Suge came, they had this whole thing, but then Suge left and she wanted to go with Suge, but she like basically like didn't ask. Didn't didn't ask and like was scared of Mr. And so she didn't ask and like left and then Suge came back. And uh but when Suge came back, Suge came, came back with the husband, and so they both felt scorned, which was I thought such that a That scene
0: was so good to There me. was such a
1: funny thing about that of like both yep. Mister and Sealy, mm-hmm. who are you know, Mary. husband, husband and, wife, and wife. Yes, and they both feel scorned yeah. by this other woman who they both love. Mm-hmm. But they
0: had a weird moment of like, <laughs> I mean, incredible, amazing. I know. But Alice it had walker a weird moment of being cool. Because remember, like when she like, how you guys doing? And Celia goes, we have a code. And then she like elbows Mister, and he coughs. And he's like, Ugh, sick. Hmm. Like the C, the C, the the C Mister who has done horrible things, and Celia who has been terrified of him the whole movie almost. To see her at two times in this movie, and I skipped the first one, I guess. Kind of, not only like defend him, like protect the pride. Mm -hmm. She does it here, and she does it earlier when the dad comes, and the dad is shit talking. Silly, I mean, Shug, when she spits in the water.
3: Yes,
2: right.
0: Like she defends it after everything. She still defends this man, Mm -hmm. and it's like that kind of love and that kind of support. Was it
3: him that she was defending, or was it Shug?
0: What the thing is is like when he first shows up, she. Before before the dad even talks about Suge, he sits down and he's super mean to Mr. You're right. And so she's like she appears out of nowhere, she's like, Can I get you something to drink? So while she's in the kitchen, he she overhears like, Oh yeah, she got she's dark skinned, whatever legs, and then she spits. But she seemed like she was already going to do it. Also,
1: Spielberg played this moment up so much that there was literal tension to him
2: drinking drinking the water. It was amazing. It was great, man.
4: Yo, the water glass in this scene was always in the center of the screen, yo. (laughs) the whole, The whole scene, you were just watching the water. Okay. No, no, you're right. No, you're right. uh, You're right. uh, Wow. He fills up a screen like he yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, but I would even say I would even say that like I don't mm. even know if it's defense of Mr or if it's like her understanding that like Mr's an asshole because he's an asshole. Right. Oh and wow. Maybe, oh wow, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because she definitely calls it that out at the end. I mean like yes. it, granted she does have she has a greater understanding of it at that point. But, you know, it could be it could be in her there too.
1: Yeah, and the uh Wait, one other thing we have to talk about before we talk about kind of the, the end is the last well the scene with Oprah <laughs> and you know she has it she has a new husband and she kind of like she has uh, like this fun there's like this fun bar fight scene where she like knocks and that's another character too, though that ca- squeak squeak, uh who's like the light scene yeah. like mixed race uh
3: younger little like seems like Ditzy or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and she like knocks her across the room, which is really funny. And and but and but that whole scene like set up this next one where you know like, all right, you know, if you step to her, she's gonna punch you. Oh,
0: do we have a tomato?
1: Of- and so she's in like, you know, the town kind of downtown area mm-hmm. and the wife of who ends up being the mayor, this white woman, it's like there and she I forgot, she's, what does she say something about her kids at she first? She loves the kids. They're so, they're so, so cute. So they're, clean. They're so clean. Mm-hmm.
3: Your kids are so clean. Do you want to be my maid? Do
1: wanna, yeah, do you want to be my maid? And she's like, hell no. And then everybody's like, huh? And she's like, excuse me? What she say? I said, said, hell no. And then like the, the husband comes
0: over. What did you just say to my wife? I said, hell no. No, but at the same time, which is crazy, is you got Lawrence Fishburne in here yelling. Yeah. <laughs> Uh No, he's literally he's screaming, do don't do this. Yeah.
1: Well, she especially said that after, because when she said, I said hell no, and then he like slaps her. And then that's when he's like, he's like, don't like, because he oh. knows what's about to happen. And you as the audience know what's about to happen. Right. And they like linger on her face and you can see her looking at him. She and,
3: scrapes her fi- fi- fingers into a fist yeah, on
1: the car. Mm-hmm. And then... And then we don't even see the punch, right? It's like oh, a car goes by, a you car goes by sh- and, and he drops and he's like on the ground, which is so, which is so cool. Like, yep. <laughs> and then they're all like, "What? What are you doing?" Blah blah. And then she gets literally beaten on the street. Um, to the point
3: that she's forever damaged.
1: He hits
0: her in yeah, the yeah, eye. Yeah. Next with time the butt you see her, head.
1: she has her eyes like all drooped and she like can't see. And then she and she wants can't walk. It, and she can't. Well, yeah, she can't walk at first, and then she. Is in prison for like twelve years. Yeah. She goes to prison for twelve years, but you don't
0: realize until later on. I thought it was like a quick. Tr- I thought it was like oh, a night until you hear. It's been eight years since I've seen my children. She's like, and, oh, yeah, eight And, and eight, all eight, because, eight, all yeah. because she didn't want. It.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, and basically, this woman who is like the strongest black woman we've seen since Nettie, like. Mm-hmm literally gets, like, completely beaten down, completely oppressed, completely has, like... Yeah. The they make f- her the maid. They, she like, literally yeah. becomes they the they maid
3: They break the, her soul.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, what an incredible example of, like, this whole, you know, well, do it yourself and pull yourself up. It's like, no, they're going to, like, squash you down. Like, mm-hmm. just because, like, she was... Uh, she talked... She, she dared she to talk herself. back. Yeah. Uh, but, but isn't that the all thing, being insulted.
0: But isn't that the thing? Like, she talk, she tried to defend herself, right? But verbally. just being like, hell no, I ain't doing that. That's mm-hmm. what she said. I think, I, th- I feel like I'm talking about cops so often now. But I just keep reading about all these, like, cop incidents. And it's like, every time someone always says, what did he do? Mm-hmm. What did she do? Mm-hmm. And usually it's someone saying, why are you pulling me over? Why are you arresting me? Someone who's literally asking a question. Mm-hmm. But then that's enough for someone to say, oh, they deserve what happened to them. Yeah. So, right. like, in the instance, for most people in this movie, even some of the black folk, what happened to her, she did herself. And that, right. that's the saddest part about it, right. is that you know you live in a world, if you're coming from the black point of view of like, you can't say anything, you can't do anything, yeah. right? But for a white person, it's like, how dare you have an opinion about your own life and your own being? Right. You know, and yeah. it's yeah. crazy. Which so, is man.
3: what Alice Walker did. She showed it. So a thing that I love about also, we saw um, uh, Oprah or Sophia come out and be a maid, and be really broken. She's physically broken. She
1: literally is forced to be become that person's maid. And then after she gets out of prison, she's in the
3: store having to go grocery shopping, and then she sees Celie in there, and Celie kind of secretly helps her to like do the grocery shopping. Right, and she's like confused. And it's this other moment of different strengths of women empowering. At that point, Celie is the more stronger spirited woman, and she gives a little bit of hope, a little bit of ignite of help to this other woman. All throughout the story, we keep seeing women give strength to each other.
0: Right. Yeah, it was beautiful. And that that moment when she comes home for Christmas and like she's coming home. Yeah. And like this okay, she connects with her kids. And she has that line of like I don't know y'all. And I was like, "Uh, but to see that and to see, you know, the mayor's wife outside trying to drive to see these black dudes in suits trying to help her, so oh, well done. Christmas. So right. well done in suits,
1: and it's, and, it's, of- and it's so funny because at first it's like comedic where she's like she's like Mister Magoo like trying yeah. to drive this car and crashing, mm-hmm. and they're like they're like all right, just all the wait, hold on, and then she's like ah, and like they're like getting pulled, they're like oh! and you, there's like this crowd of men that starts to gather, all in trying suits. to help, <laughs> trying to help this woman, and she's, and the more they start to gather, the more frantic she gets. And then it start, and it's like, it, it, again, it beca- it's like this comedic moment that all of a sudden just like isn't now, and then it doesn't become, it's not funny. Because
0: you see the moment Oprah <laughs> looks out that window, she puts her coat on, that woman gets out of the car, runs to the wall and says, they are, they're trying to attack me. And right. how much do we fucking hear that? Yep. Like straight up. Like I will, I will fucking hammer Such it in. A well done scene. And I don't care how famous I get. I will hammer in what has happened to Emmett Till and to Black Wall Street every fucking day if I got to. Because yes. niggas don't think... That these fucking tears that happen exist. Because I'm like, shit is terrible, dude. You see, how swi- you see how quick, even in this fictional movie, how quick that woman switched and blamed them for what? Trying to help? Right. Yep. Help? Yep. If a white dude would have been there, they would have been dead. And that's not even a joke. Yes. Right. Like, if, if, if one white dude would have happened to be there, they that been. black family would now be terrorized Yes. for trying to help someone in despair.
3: Like what do you do? Right. Absolutely, such an important scene. And she also gives the context.
1: Don't don't forget that she says the line up.
3: I've always been good, good to, to you, you people. people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. absolutely. And so she
1: doesn't even get to see her family on Christmas. Right. Man, what a great scene that was. That like. scene was great. Mm-hmm. So so basically, after we find the letters, there is that very iconic scene where she's shaving Mister. Oh, uh, she's like sharpening the blade, and then like you know, she's got to run. Extra drama with Suge running, like like somehow like Sugar realizes.
3: Suge knows. She's like,
1: <laughs> Yo, <laughs> has like a sixth sense, like this is about to happen, and she starts running. <laughs> she and falls. And there's like that. Bit. Yeah, she falls. Like you know, right. just like such Spielberg tension, and like you know, the camera's like focused on the knife as she like Love is walking it. over, Love every second oh. and up. like so Mister's like. Like and he's cursing her there. out,
0: boy. He's cursing her out he's the like, whole time.
3: Oh, and them? we all, as the audience, want her to kill him yeah. in that moment.
4: Yeah. The fact that Suge just knows that it's
2: happening. <laughs> 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 she just knows.
0: <laughs> she Listen, man. She Runs knows. across the whole field. <laughs> Yo, she runs her oh. ass off, boy. Mm-hmm. So much so. Yeah. If you realize at one point, I think, early in the movie, uh, when... Lawrence Fishburne and Harpo are like making the club. Celie goes, What are y'all making all the way back here? So you know it's far. Yeah. So you know, you know Harpo is as far. So Sugran right. ran all the way up. That's funny. <laughs> That's really yeah. funny. And I, I love Mr.'s response. Mr.'s reaction is like, It's like, it is fear. Mm-hmm. When you see his face, it is straight fear. When he realizes, She almost killed me. Like straight yeah. up. Because at that point, I think he realizes, Oh, she's not scared no more.
3: Yeah. He goes, Women.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you <laughs> women, and he realized women—they're not scared. Right. And what's so great is like it
1: mirrored an earlier scene, which we actually forgot to talk about. Where when the first scene where she has to shave him, and he says like, "If you cut, like, mm-hmm. if you cut me, I'll kill you." Yep. And like, and there was like that whole dramatic scene there, yeah. but the dr- drama is like, Don't we're Don't make a nick. Of- we're afraid that she's gonna cut him and that he's gonna beat her. Yeah, like, wow, yeah. You know? and, this time and then this time we're like, oh, now we're we're afraid she's gonna cut him and kill him. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, and and the dinner scenes, pretty much. And right. then the dinner scene is like, yeah. And then so then we have basically the dinner scene where
0: this is everyone has a moment. You this know? is
3: such a magnificent scene. This is an yeah. epic dinner scene. Yeah,
0: everyone's got a moment in this scene, man. You see all, you see everyone play out. You see Sealy finally. Give no fucks. Stands up for herself. We
3: finally get to hear her voice. Yes, her true anger, her true empowerment, what she wants. Because Suge lets uh, Mister mm-hmm. know that Suge is going back to Memphis, and she's taking Celie with her.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, and then Ceely. So and then funny Oprah saying, like start, uh, I mean, it starts Sophia laughing. Starts laughing because
3: uh, Celie has started to call Mister an asshole. Yeah. And like really talking trash about him and her and his kids,
0: and, and she says the one the, the famous thing, which I think people probably recognize when she goes, uh, "Yeah, I have a family who loves me." And what did she say? And we're gonna laugh about beating your ass, or like what did she say? She she definitely says like something about mm-hmm. the beating her family. She says like
4: she says like all four of us are gonna beat your ass. Like she yes, once they're all Ooh. together, they're all gonna beat him.
0: The, I mean that that was crazy, and then, honestly, I just didn't the squeak. <laughs> I'm
4: coming too. Yo, Squeaks,
0: I want to sing. But the thing that was so beautiful about this moment is that, like, because I think you've been hitting on it the whole time, is that the women support each other and, like, everything is shared. So, Celie has her moment. When she has her moment, it inspires, you know, Sophia. But not only does Sophia laugh, but Sophia gives you a little bit of, like, what she's dealing with. Like, she, this, this scene to me is the Oprah scene to me. It's like, it's the one where, like, oh, we always talk about this. If you're going to get nominated for an Oscar, what is the scene they're going to show? Mm. It's this one because you realize like Oprah in her life dealt with a lot of abuse, a lot of like stuff. Mm. And when she talks about how she dealt with everything, how she felt broken, how she felt like she was in a prison just like um, Celie was, like she knows what it's like. But then to have her have that story, tell that story, and then at the very end of that say, I'm back now. Like straight up. She laughs. And she laughs, laughs and like and I'm laughs. back. Someone pass me them biscuits. What you got over? There? Like I'm back is what she that's says. So yeah, uh,
3: Seely had that laugh. had that healing laughter that erupted in her when she was with Suge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then Oprah gets this u- u- eruption of laughter mm-hmm. again. Um, that's there. And this movie started with the two sisters laughing.
0: And Squeak Skitters too, because they start making fun of Squeak's name. And then she stands up. She chuckles. Tells you her full name. She's about to be a singer. And then it's so great because. Again, like at James, I do see what you just say sometimes it's too much comedy. But like the little boy, the little boy goes,
4: That ain't your name?
0: I thought it was your name. And
4: everybody at the table is like,
0: That ain't your name?
4: It's just such a dumb. Funny moment, but it's like. But
3: I also think that. Well, that... no, don't
4: don't misunderstand. There weren't too many comedic moments. There was one that I disagreed with completely. Oh, oh gotcha! gotcha <laughs> right, gotcha, he gotcha.
3: didn't like <laughs> the comedy around the. The rest abuse. of it was
4: great. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
3: <laughs> I think that that's one of the moments where you get that like black family around the table mm-hmm. moment that I think Spielberg nailed.
0: Yeah, he did. <laughs> and yeah. then you get the dad. The dad is like, yeah, "You ain't gonna let him talk about this at the table," and then when everyone leaves. I mean, Sophia's like, I'm going to stay. well, that's good. We need some stability around here. Like, he instantly just... Switches. He instantly was like, all right, at least somebody's left. I And then she curses him. She curses and almost stabs him. Like, yo. Amazing. Because he almost tries to get the power back. He's like, yo, what are you going to do? At least, like, Suge has talent. She can sing. Blah, blah, blah. You got nothing. You're not pretty. Like, Oh, my God. What an iconic... Oh, man. I love that part where he's like...
1: Yeah, he, I think he said he's like you're you're black, you're, you're wait no he goes you're black, you're poor, you're ugly,
0: and you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and who's <laughs> gonna marry you? Like gonna, he
1: we, and then later on, and she's like, I may I may be black, I may be poor, I may even be ugly, but what did she say? I'm I'm still I'm here. Still, still here. Here. here.
3: And then Alice Walker. Woo! I mean, that's a standing ovation for Alice Walker. Those are Alice Walker's world words. That's they say it in the musical. That's Alice Walker. That's, that's this. That's this whole movie is just about the triumph and resiliency of black women and Absolutely. the way that they support each other and the wild transformations that they do through so much pain. It's the original Lemonade.
0: Just had that in the pocket. Her dad in the I pocket. didn't. I just had that insight right now. I
3: swear to God, I didn't have it. That was an insight in the moment.
0: Yo, I so but yeah. So basically, like she curses him. You will never nothing good will ever happen to you till you do right by me. Her dad dies. Oh, one thing I did I want to talk about. I, sorry, she finds out that I wasn't her dad. I wonder was like a, just
1: a man that married her. Uh, mom, after her real dad died,
4: and, and
3: took over her real dad's land and money. Yeah, even
4: though that that land and stuff belonged to them. Yeah, and so sure. they got it back. I'm sorry, you guys, but I need a t-shirt that is the color purple poster design, but it just says the original limit.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Let's do it. Let Let's do it. Oh you and me the game. colors are just like
0: no, no. That makes sense. But also, I just wanted, even though it's super far on, um, when when Suge comes back, sorry, but when she's so happy, what she realizes that the pastor is her dad, and she's trying to get respect from the guy the whole time. So when she runs out like, "I'm married now, I'm married now," and the guy like he just rides by and ignores her. It's like everyone is trying to get vindication from somebody. So to see like Suge stop giving a shit about anybody, and to see that moment of uh, Celie on the on the on the train and the little girl's running who reminds her of Nettie, and she like throws the chocolate, yes, like that. Like, there's
3: so much signs of freedom,
0: right? Mm-hmm. And then she comes right. back to her dad's funeral.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then Shug sings uh, a song, and basically, like, breaks, like, takes over the church, sings that song, and then her and her dad finally like kind of hug.
3: Yeah, the song is God is trying to tell you something right now.
1: Right. Yeah,
3: and then she says, "Daddy, her daddy, who is a preacher, even sinners have a soul," right. which is just like. Whoa, because look back at the whole storyline of all these very complicated people, including mister, including the dad, mm-hmm. in, in, including the raping dad. Even sinners have a soul. Right. Is what we're going to end with Alice Walker? I mean, come on. You, that is a compassionate human being who wrote that story.
1: Yeah, though actually that part might not have been her. Because apparently that wasn't in the... Um, oh, really? Like, hmm Oh. oh okay. Her okay. Her, her and the father being a pastor like, that storyline was in the book. Oh, of the really? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, wow. I, mean, Guys, I like
0: that. Part we gotta that. read this. We need a book club. Yeah, I like that a lot. I I I just started reading like a lot of random uh, black books right now, which is probably why I'm mad. Militant I've read some days.
3: black <laughs> books too. Let's do a
0: book club. I'm militant is hell, right? Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, the the end is
1: Mister. Uh, like, so um, Celia opens up her own uh, seamstress shop. Uh, so she has her own business. Yeah. And she what has does she her make? Own home. And what does
3: she make? And in that shop, what does she make?
1: Wait, what? What does she make?
3: pants? She makes pants.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. She makes pants, oh.
2: which is a
3: huge, significant symbol of power and control. And who wears the pants in the house? And women can wear pants and, and be empowered oh. in modernization. She makes pants.
0: Oh. Wow.
1: Uh, yeah, and then uh, wow, and then yeah. you see Mister like out, and then he what he goes to the courthouse like pays for the immigration for uh, like takes the money out of his like look you know his little vault <laughs> that he had, and then like pays for the immigration so that Celie's sister could come.
3: Part of the curse that Celie had done on him when she was leaving, walking away, it was until you do right by me, whatever you have done is back on you. I'm rubber, I'm glue, is basically what she said to him. Until that was the curse that you until until you do right by me. So she set it up, and then he there was a redeeming moment while he did right by her by paying for. Did you want to say I interrupted you? No,
1: I, I mean, I said it already, yeah. Oh, you did. He paid for the immigration yeah. of his of her sister to come there. And then, of course, we just have this incredibly beautiful moment at the end of the reunion of the two sisters and the reunion of, the, of this mother with her two children that she yeah. literally never knew. Never met. And they're, like, big. And they're <laughs> kind of grown. Grown, married. Yeah. Yeah. And they uh, and, and it's just, like, this super beautiful moment. And then it just ends with the two sisters playing back in the field with the setting sun and they're just playing their childhood like hand game mm-hmm. and then Mr. kind of just walks in the, in the in the back for a little bit but then it li- lingers on them and it stays on them which I really liked. I liked that they didn't have like her being like thank you. Like there was yeah, no like thank no, him no, at no, all. No, no, no. Any of mm-hmm. that? Thank him at all. No like And, it, and, it, was, and like, it was like he had like a little bit of redemption but it wasn't like a focal point, yes. you know? There was something about it that was nice because like to me it's like Yes, she had that curse, but, like, in the, rea- the reality of, like, his actual personhood is he would never be able to live this full life until he, like, reconciled the past sins of his life. Right. And so he does that. I mean, that has really nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though he's doing it for her, he's not really doing it for her. He's doing it for himself. Yeah. And so you have him kind of pass on you know, and then these sisters are reunited in their joy, which is so great.
0: Yeah, man. I, yeah. I,
3: and also, I think that there's something really significant about the fact that Nettie and these... Nettie... Okay, so n- part of the story is that Nettie was actually taking care of and was reconnected with Seely's children, and then went to Africa with them, which I think is very significant because I think that there's a larger like, symbolic reconnection and healing that happens of, like, Going to Africa, reconnecting with Africa, being connected to those original pains and sins and root of like the disruption of of being disconnected from the continent, mm-hmm. um, and they like went back and connected. And I think like there's like another level of healing that's happened that Alice Walker definitely I think intended in her yeah. storyline of like these them being African and them being connected in that way that does like uh, them all reuniting and having, like, Africa be a part of that storyline I think is really healing. Yeah. And also, I think that there's something really healing that's, uh, like, the God f- storyline of, like, losing a sense of God and coming back to God. I think that the fact, when Celie finds out that not only has Nettie been writing her letters, but Nettie has been reconnected with her two children who are alive, there is a refinding of God in that moment of I, God's been watching over my children right? and, brought, and, get, and had, them, had Nettie there. So, like, they're okay. That was reconnected, and I feel like... And also, that's connected to the color purple line, right? The titular line of the movie
2: mm-hmm.
3: was, a, was a, a comment about God and saying, I think God gets angry if you don't enjoy, right? Enjoy yes. the color purple when you walk by the color We're, purple yeah. and don't
0: enjoy it yeah. or something. It's a beautiful color. Hmm. I, you know, I, I'm going to just say something quick to Hollywood, though. Oh, huh? this is my thing about it. Because uh, I, I think you're right. Like I think it's a lot to be you know, focus on the positives of this movie and how beautiful it was and that it got made. But then the black in me is like, fuck that. And it's not because <laughs> it's not because I'm not enjoying. It, it's because you deserve it. That's it. You deserve it. Like it's, 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 this is this is I'm not asking Hollywood to do something great. I'm not asking them to be like, oh, give us a handout. I was like, no, man. What else? Could, my thing is this: this movie in particular did everything that. You think it would take You know what I mean Like There wasn't a black director In this You know what I mean Like it was a white dude A white dude who was loved A white dude who made Hollywood a bunch of money A white dude who technically Invented How Hollywood Makes billions of dollars now hmm. This man invented it Like straight up Charles invented it Like it's Whatever Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. You had You had performances That were great Yeah Performances that were great You had a score that fit You had something That was very emotional Something that came out In December You had something That could latch on To like Literally every everything that Oscar movies do, right? It was about a, and, it, and I'm not trying to make light of it, but I'm saying but Oscar movies tend to be about abuse. Mm-hmm. Some, something about sexuality. Yeah. Some type of gender situation. This was also had race in it. It, did, it had everything. Right. Checked off. But yet no one in this movie got a they didn't win. And James, I totally understand, like, this not, we shouldn't be focused on the Oscars. And I hate to say it, but the point is that it needs to be the Oscars. Because I don't like, we could go make our own, our own, like we always do, but that's not the fucking point. We shouldn't have to go make something separate from someone else because we can't get respect as humans for just fucking existing and doing quality work. Like, my thing is this people always say it is being angry and belligerent. It's like, no, man, we live in a world where, like, okay, as a man, I don't know a bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? But I have people like Tessa, I have other people who can tell me, hey, what you just said is sexist. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, tomorrow, if I come into a situation, I have a chance to change. Or at least built towards it. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm watching these movies, people are like, oh man, we're getting there, we're getting there. Nigga, not really. <laughs> like, not, I mean, think about it. We're talking about there was a 30, a 50 year gap between when one black woman won an Oscar and another one.
2: Yeah.
0: We're talking about, we're thinking of movies right now. This movie came out in 1985. How often a movie with a person of color has been nominated where we weren't playing as slaves or it wasn't about our race being beaten down? Because mm-hmm. even, even Selma was about Selma.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Like, what, like, my thing is. And, would, and it wasn't that yeah! So what, wasn't so what are we saying?
1: wasn't So what are we
0: saying? You know what I mean? My thing is, like, when I watch this movie, the reason I get so upset is because this movie did everything right. And it's just like, what does it take to be considered? What does it take to have a story that's just, isn't about a white person, mm-hmm. be universal enough to affect everybody? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, this movie's just about people. This is the thing we talk about all the time, where it's like, yeah, race is in it because we're black. Like, that will never go away. But it's just, this is literally a family dealing with fucked up family things. If you think about it, it's simple. Right. Yeah. That's a very simple mm-hmm. premise. And yeah. like that got no love. And all I'm saying is, Hollywood, if you made more movies like this, then maybe people wouldn't be so fucking extreme when it's like, oh, we can't relate to this. Oh, man, we need another Black Panther to stand out. It's like, no, man, just make this movie. If right. you went back and made Hidden Figures, I would have made sure that white dude never knocked down no goddamn sign because there were black women dealing with being women and being black at NASA. That's some hard shit, yo. Mm-hmm. I will never let that movie go. That's some hard I, shit. No, I, I know. NASA? Uh, NASA? Nigga, <laughs> I seen a poster for NASA recently, and it was a bunch of white women in that joint and a couple of old James, white dudes. I wish. It was NASA. Like, come on, dog. Yeah, I hear, yeah. What? Yeah, NASA. And that black woman was like, fuck that, I went to
2: the bathroom. <laughs>
0: i I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We agree I'm with... Jara, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm right
3: there with you. If anybody is wondering, you can it's return like, to the video. It, you can return to the episode, I'm Hidden sorry. Figures, where Jara and I discuss I'm this sorry. in depth.
0: It's just like, what are we doing? Yeah. What else is it... John, what else does it take, baby? What is it? What else? Tessa, what does it take?
3: The, I mean... It, it it takes movies like this. I absolutely agree, and we need more of them. And the thing is, like the 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 bias that we as a society all have, it we are affected by the stories that are told and the perspectives that those stories are told. And we get to practice seeing the seeing life through other people's eyes. The more opportunities we have for different voices to tell those stories and different characters to tell those stories, and so yes. This film allowed us to have Alice Walker's voice tell a story, and Spielberg tells the story, and all of these actors and these characters all together, and we get to dr- we get to see this world through their eyes. That's what helps us to avoid. Um, <laughs> it helps us to avoid. That helps us with our bias. And so we need more. We need. We need more stories. This is why you guys have this podcast. Ugh, <laughs> all right.
2: <laughs> all right.
0: Well.
3: You're doing. You're doing the right work, guys.
0: Uh, well, you're doing the right work,
4: John. You ready?
0: Even, yeah. ha- even Hancock.
3: Yeah, what I just—I
4: just, do just want to say real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I'm just gonna say I feel like if I did my bit right now, I would, I would actually get murdered. Like I feel like <laughs> I did any kind of. If Honestly. I tried to make any kind of a connection, Honestly. James,
1: I love your Hancock bit. Lord knows I do.
4: <laughs> stop it! Why
1: are you but doing? If it? you do it right now, I'ma
0: strike you <laughs> dead. <dick. laughs> I thought you going around like, if you do it right now, I'ma strangle you. I, let's stop this. I'm not yeah, he's, doing,
3: he's going to be so. Yeah, he's
4: being so. It strangled. all. It all. It was all worth it for that. <laughs> I hate that we just did that, John. All how right. do we
1: end this? Time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like the film, but whether it helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If we believe a movie fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we believe it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. And if we believe it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So who knows what we're going to do for this on the count of one, two, three. Okay. And Wait, there, that was it? There we go. That's
0: how you just does not count. You just
2: did the count.
4: You just. I'm so proud to be here for this movie. I mean, movie. this is all. Thank beautiful. you so much for the opportunity I mean, James, to be here for this up? movie. You know I got seventeen black fists <laughs> All right, over here. James mm-hmm. doesn't know the rules. I got
3: a fist for Oprah. I got a fist for Whoopi. I got a fist for Donald.
2: That's
3: I got a fist right. for Danny. I Donald Glover and Danny. Donald Glover and Donald. Danny Glover. I got a fist. Yo, I, got I got a. I, I got give two, two fists s-
4: for Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. All right. Alice Walker's oh getting my a God. fist.
3: Spielberg is getting uh, a black fist on this. Okay. Uh, I've got a lot so of black, four
4: black
0: fists. fists. I go quick. I go quick. I, go quick. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a black fist because this movie existed. This movie is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, man, the movie is beautiful. The performance is great. With Whoopi Goldberg, I know we didn't really go in depth about oh like God, her performance, her but it was so... Mm-hmm. Her character was supposed to be quiet and meek, but she always had this underlying strength and hope to her character, which I think is... Any other actress would have lost that hope. I just mm. know how to survive. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, I think you need that. I think all all these lines stick out. It's crazy. It's crazy.
1: Also, I like know the character names. I never know character names. It's true.
3: He doesn't know most of our names. He's not sure what the names in this room are. True.
0: True. I got nervous (laughs) introducing Tessa. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm saying it was beautiful. I love that it existed. I love that it was nominated for eleven Oscars. And also, to me, I say this and I say this, and I know it's going to sound weird. I'm happy it was nominated for eleven Oscars. But also, I'm kind of, I wish it would have won, but I'm also I'm also happy that it didn't win so people can see that this movie was very great and what we're up against. Like, right. straight up. Like, we are up against a movie where it was like two white people coming. Lily called, was it straight out, straight out of Africa? She called out of Africa. Out of Africa. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, I mean, if this doesn't tell you what we're really up against, then I don't know what else will. So That's really interesting. You know, that's what I feel. Yeah. I mean, uh, Whoopi Goldberg,
1: Oprah, Danny Glover. This is Whoopi's first thing. They all got nominated. They should have won. They didn't, but still. Uh, I mean, come on. There's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to say.
3: No, there's nothing else to say. I just, I truly... I just honestly, I feel really honored to be here with you guys talking about this amazing movie. I feel
1: thanks for coming. Oh yeah, like
3: really. This is such a special film and such a sp- special story. And there's stories within it. There's oh, there's Whoopi Goldberg story in this. Yeah. There's Steven Spielberg's story in this. There's Oprah's story in this. There's Dan Don, Danny Danny.
0: <laughs> I love it. Don, you want
3: to say Danny again. You story again. in this <laughs> and the and, and Alice Walker story in this. Like there there's. The uh, there's uh, this I really feel honored to be a part of the story of this
0: that's,
4: that's it nice. James James what you got I gave it a black fist <laughs> I <gave it> 17 <laughs> black fist that's, that's not mm-hmm. a thing that's a you thing. only
0: have two fish James. you don't know?
4: know what it is you don't know
0: <laughs> uh, is that it that you just, you just yep that's it all right you know what it is all right John all
1: right uh Thank you, Tessa, for coming. Thank you for having me, everyone. uh, Where can we see you, Tessa? Where can they follow you? Follow you?
3: Oh, please follow me at um, wellitclaire. I I delight in your comments um, on Twitter, and I take pictures and screen grab them and send them to Jarrah and James (laughs) and John Uh. and tell them how much I love being on this show, and I truly delight in it. So please holler at me. I am not talking to anybody else on Twitter. So, like, just entertain me. I would love to hear from you. And I'm just, yes, I love the Black Men Can't Jump fans.
0: Oh,
1: yeah! Aww. Uh You can follow us on Twitter at Black Men Podcast. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website. If you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll read your reviews on the air. Um, you can follow me at John Braylock, J O N B R A Y L O C K, on Twitter and Instagram. And
4: um, that's it, I think, for me. For plugs. Yeah. Oh, you and can if follow you're. Follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy.com. <laughs> Third is 3RD. <laughs> go ahead.
3: I just wanted to say, if you're in the New York area and you're going to the New York Television Festival, please check out. I've got a bunch of different projects in. I've been lucky enough to, so I'll be there, and my work will be there. So please come and check it out if you're in New York.
0: Yeah, um, um, I'm taking a break from social media, like I normally do. Uh so sure, don't, sure, you are. You know, it's going to be a little. What is
4: happening? You're taking a break. From yeah, social you
0: know, you know what it is. I feel I feel like personally, like Instagram. Puts me in a bad mood, so I just want to like.
3: That's really healthy. Yeah, we we take breaks. Yeah, John I, just, and I take breaks. I just, I just I
0: just can't handle it right now. So you I'm gotta like, do it. Okay, gotta get, gotta all get some right. So eyes.
4: fans, you know, fans, set your watches. We got about <laughs> two weeks <laughs> for <before> us <we're> back. <laughs> <laughs> you don't okay, know my life,
0: <laughs> Now
3: we can talk about him on we can talk about him on social media. while he's not there?
0: <laughs> yeah, you probably can for sure. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um,
1: that's it. Okay. Cool. And uh, next week. Uh, we will actually be taking a break. We're going to be reviewing the new film, Uncle Drew. Uncle starring Drew. Starring.
4: Uncle Drew. Starring mm-hmm. Lil
1: Rel Howery. And, of course, a bunch of basketball players. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Eric Haddish, Haddish. Kyrie Irving. Shaquille O'Neal. Nate Robinson. Reggie Miller.
0: Chris Web, Chris Webber. Chris Webber. First off, you can buh, all buh. see how John is explaining <laughs> this movie how he already feels. And we also will have a special guest. We love basketball when basketball players do movies. Who's your special (laughs) guest? We have the director of uh, Uncle Drew. What? Wait, he's going to be on. I don't think it's happening in this order that you're announcing. I mean, maybe,
1: (laughs) maybe we haven't actually done it yet. So I always don't say those things in case they don't actually. actually You're right, but.
3: we it's have on, Steven Spielberg. It's
0: not on us if Charles Stone and <laughs> no, third don't Don't call
1: him out by
2: name. Oh my god! If everything
0: works out, we will have Charles Stone. We've three. had no. many instances where people,
2: people were supposed get to be on busy. the show
0: and that didn't happen. No. Well, well, well. If it happens, we're here. And Charles, you don't Stone even III. give your guests
3: water.
4: Also, <laughs> I'm
0: interested to know... Tessa, you France. live here now. Wow. You Tessa, you live here. This is a house we'd be like, yo, you know, the fridge what? is over there. You know what there.
3: Sophia said? You know what the Sophia said? The fridge is over there. At least someone knows how to treat a guest.
0: Y- nope, you live here. You ain't a guest no
4: more. <laughs> this is what, fourth time? You in it. But if Charleston III doesn't All come, right, what is not. Stop. Fans, tweet at us. Tweet at us if you think you know who also was supposed to be on the show and didn't do it. Like, just tweet just names. Of people. Tweet at oh my tag god. the people <laughs> in the tweets. Oh my <laughs> god, that's hilarious! All right, <laughs> it's time to it end up. this show. <laughs> <With> bye, <laughs> bye. <Beep. laughs>
2: that was a headgum podcast.